Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina, episode 100. We did 100. it. 100. Triple we digits. We're here. We did we it. Made I got the it. air horn. I got the, I got the air horn ready. Yeah. We did it. Episode wow, 100, 100, dude. 100 episodes. We made it, man. You know, I look back and think... And it's just so weird. Like we just we had those late nights in Discord, and we just like we should do a podcast. And here we are. You know, you know what's funny that you say later. that. Mm-hmm. As as I was preparing like the stuff for today's episode and whatnot last mm-hmm. night, I went back to like look at the playlist because I was I was wondering like, yo, when is our anniversary? I I our anniversary of the show is May eighteenth. By the way, that was the very first episode we did. So May eighteenth, twenty nineteen, very first episode, but. I was looking at our first episode, and man, oh, how far we, we've come from that first episode, dude. Right? Oh, man. It is. It's something. Looking back at that first one and looking at you know us now, it's it's crazy <laughs> yeah. how different it is now. It's, it's nutty. Um, before we get deeper into that, though, I'm one of your hosts, Josh and I, too, and this is the other host of this 100th episode show. I'm DT3. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. We're going to do air horns again. <laughs> All right. Uh, we did 100 episodes. I hit, I've hit the record button before we started for once. I remembered it. Thank God. Um, excellent. Excellent. Uh, I had audio. So typical uh, cantina shenanigans is I had audio issues like 30 minutes before we started. I'm like, how the fuck do I fix this? Thank God that Reddit exists because that is where I found the answer to this fix. Um, I was having issues with an Elgato uh, audio dealio. And they were like, here, here's exactly how you fix this. And I was like, oh, thank fuck. Um, So, uh, you know how occasionally it's happened on stream before. It's probably in some of the recordings. My audio, my voice will go robot-y. Just because of the RTX uh, audio thing that I'm using. Uh, And the mixer thing got virtually updated, and it it just made it permanent. It it would never stop doing it. It And we hadn't done a cantina since that happened. So it happened, like, last week. And I'm like, what the fuck is making this happen? And the fix is... Hit shift-click on this thing, change two things to the default, and you're good to go. And that is literally... What happened and worked. So I was like, oh, that's great. So maybe, hopefully, I won't go robot anymore uh, in the future. Well, that's good. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. this hopefully this has fixed a lot of audio issues, I, I, I hope. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, we uh, we hit 100 episodes. Uh, the show, we're going to keep going. Like, it's not like we hit 100 and it's over. Hell no. We just getting started. <laughs> we just hitting our stride. We just, we just rolling. Rolling. Rolling, <laughs> you know, and uh, sorry, I'm just adding some notes. Um, I I can't. It's amazing how far the show has come since we've done it the first time. You know, like mm. we, we yeah, those early like, episodes were rough. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> like uh, audio was kind of weird. The visuals were a little like lighting wasn't as good, and like. Like for the first episode, we didn't we didn't even have fucking canteen overlay. It was just like a Marvel thing. No, it was a Marvel thing. Yeah. Yeah. Funny man. Um, 
But now we but have hey, technology. Hey, We've had upgrades. We're here now. We've got We've green been doing screens. this for over two <laughs> years now, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've we've got lighting. We've got uh, better audio. We've got I, I've we've gotten more monitors. We've gotten uh, stream decks and, and, still, and mixers. Like, I we say that audio has gotten, but I'm still trying to improve my audio. Like I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go XLR. Hopefully next yeah. year I'll be able to do that. Um, audio is like I, that's that's my next that's my next goal audio wise for me. I'm trying to step here's, up my audio. Here's advice out there for anybody that's looking ever into getting into like podcasting, streaming, any of that stuff. And some for some reason this is your first episode watching this, or maybe the first time we talked about it. Out of all the things that you want for anything that you do on Twitch, on YouTube, on anything. 99% of people only care about how good your audio is. This is true. Like looking good is important, but the most important thing that I've found that people will turn off your stream for is if you have shitty audio. Like nothing makes me turn off a stream. Nothing makes me turn off a YouTube video. Nothing makes me turn off any of that stuff more. This goes for movies too. If a movie has shitty audio mixing, I cannot stand to watch it. Like, I will flip you off. Like, not flip you off, but turn turn the channel. Yeah, he'll, he'll flip you off. He'll say, fuck you, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I will turn the channel if you don't have good audio. Because me, I personally have super sensitive ears. Daniel knows this. Uh, <laughs> like, like they are. They're super sensitive. And, the, and I need you to not be screaming and pe- peeking in my ears. I need you to have good audio. I think it's very, it's probably the most important thing. To start off with, I totally understand wanting all those other bells and whistles, but if you can only have, if your if your money constrains you to only one thing, by God, make sure it's audio first because that is that is very important. Um, uh, but but yeah, we've never really talked about like uh, what's important to us when it comes to streaming. Maybe we'll do that in an episode one time. Um, we got. We're gonna go. We're gonna go episode two hundred, and then we're gonna go three hundred, and then we're going all the way to a thousand, baby. Yeah, we're going. We're going. Um, See how long it takes to get there. But yes, yes. Uh, we also have made it possible to have guests now on the show that we didn't do before that much. Really, it was like a pain to kind of do, but it's not a pain anymore. It's actually quite easy now. Um, we have we. We're in the audio format. We're we're on Spotify and in, in the and the, the Google uh, Play podcast. All the MP3 stuff. We got it up. It's out there. We we've made so many things happen that we wanted to do when we started the show, but we started small and we built up over a period of time. So, um, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, fucking go for it. And what it's it's a good time. It's like. One of the things I look forward to in the in my week is hopping on here with Daniel, talking about the news, talking about what we've been up to the past week, and talking about our main topic, which for this show is going to be The Witcher season two. Um, yep. So that'll be the second half of the day. show. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was actually. It, it was going to be Spider Man also, but I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm actually going to be watching hey. it tomorrow. But this week was supposed to be Spider-Man and The Witch too. But you know what? You know, I, I think it's going to work out better for next week, though, because of Hawkeye. We'll get to talk Hawkeye and Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like, we'll get to talk both yeah. those Marvel shows, which is dope. That's um, true. Or that one Marvel show and that one Marvel movie uh, is what I mean. So it'll be cool to get to talk about both of those things. Uh, yeah, that that is true. Actually, you're right. That kind of does work out better. I was uh, sitting here thinking, I was like, I'm actually okay that we're not doing Spider-Man this week because it's going to work perfectly with Hawkeye and then 
But I'm watching uh, it tomorrow morning, baby. I'm very excited. I can't oh, wait. Oh man, you're gonna have I, a good time. I, and like oh, the hardest, I, I know I am. Yeah. The hardest thing for me is like, I want to message Daniel and be like, "What'd you think?" But I also want to be yeah. like, "Let's do it for the show." Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to save it. Like, I'm sure <laughs> there's gonna be other people on Discord asking me and whatever. Like, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll try and talk to them. You know, but like, I don't wanna. I wanna save like my my full thoughts for this, right? So. Hmm. For next week so we'll definitely <laughs> definitely have to do that but it, it'll be tough because like i'm watching it tomorrow that means i'll have to wait basically a week to talk about it which is like ah, but i know josh i mean josh you've been you you, you need to wait longer though because you've already seen but it so here's the thing it lets me kind of process my thoughts a little bit more uh, too so yeah. it's like that's also I'm true because once you when you watch it there's that initial hype right and it's like mm-hmm. well you know like <sighs> It's going to be interesting to see where things align after, you know, afterwards. But anyway, we'll 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 get to that when we get to that. But I'm yeah. I'm super excited to watch it tomorrow. I was told I'm totally fine with waiting. Like I I I, I know I, if, if somebody probably thought Josh is going to be disappointed we don't get to do Spider-Man. That is not true. I'm I'm totally fine with waiting that week so Daniel can see it and like and letting that process in my brain cook more. Let me get my thoughts together on it more. Um and let the hype kind of Die down a little bit so I can look at it like objectively a little bit, you know, like you know, like right. Um, but that'll be next week and that'll be fun. Uh, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure you are absolutely excited for tomorrow because you're gonna have. Good oh, I'm I'm so hype! I'm so hype! <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm 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 sure. All right. Uh, well, let's hop into the show here. We uh, start off this show yeah. with a what we've been up to the past week. Um, so, Daniel, if you want to start us off with what we've been up to the past week, my friend, you go ahead and fire let's off. Do what have you been up to? What you been doing? Right. So, the past week, uh, still. Oh, oh, well, first of all, first and foremost, as you guys know, uh, we as we've been telling you for the past, I don't know, month or so, uh, Josh and I have been doing our run of the master chief uh collection uh for the halo games we are done we have completed them all we we beat halo 4 and i guess this would be a good point to kind of share our thoughts and what we thought about it i kind of i so first of all i i'm gonna wait until after josh because i'm i'm actually very curious to what josh has to say about this because as we all know Josh is not the biggest, <laughs> has not been historically the biggest Halo supporter. But now that we've played at least the first, uh, well, I was going to say four, but it's more than four games. It's Reach, ODST, one, two, three, four, like what, six games we played or how many, how many did we play? Shit, I don't even, I don't even know. Like, yeah, something like one, that. Yeah, like six games or something. So anyway, one, two, three, four, ODST and Reach. Those are the ones we played, yeah. I think. I think that's all of them. Yeah. So again, we have not played five or, or or the campaign of Infinite. We've played the multiplayer for Infinite, but not the campaign. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I we'll definitely we'll, we'll talk about that here in a bit. I, I want to hear Josh's thoughts first, and then I'll I'll speak on it. Um, so we did that. Played a little bit more Halo Infinite. Uh, played a little bit of Fall Guys because um, you know, I'm trying to trying to get that Battle Pass thing going. I'm trying to get the Ghost of Tsushima skins and, and whatnot. I got the uh, Santa Jack Skellington skin. I completed the, the the challenge for that. That was good. Uh play a little bit more Smite. Uh watched episode five of Hawkeye, which again we'll be discussing the whole show next week. Great episode though this this uh past week is 
amazing. Uh, I watched. We're, we're we're continuing our uh, you know Rebels watch with the people that haven't seen it for the first you know at all yet. So we're we 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 just did uh, this past uh, Friday. We did uh, Twilight of the Apprentice, which is the season two finale. You guys know that episode. You know it's fucking amazing. So that was great. And then we started season three, and uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I. Uh, so I'm watching with, with, with a group of friends, and one of them is called, we call him Bigfoot. That's his nickname, right? So for those mm. of you who don't know, Bigfoot. Bigfoot has been uh, enjoying Thrawn as a villain uh, in the in the first half of, of season three. Uh, because so far, if you know Rebels, you know that there's, there's been Inquisitors villains in season one and season two. And for season three, they're like, yo, we're going to mix it up. So then we got, we, got the, we, got, we got a little bit of a shakeup. We got, you know, the Bendu. Who's kind of like an in-between force user kind of kind of dude, and then we got Thrawn as the as the the big the big villain this season around. So it's it's interesting, but uh, yeah, it's fun. I always I always love watching, you know, Clone Wars and Rebels and people who've never seen them because there's honestly like if you guys are if you guys are listening to this or watching this and you've never and you like Star you like Star Wars and you've never seen Clone Wars or Rebels, you're missing out. Do like do yourself a favor and do and and watch that. Especially, especially, especially if you like The Mandalorian, because Clone Wars, Rebels, those shows tie into all of Star Wars as a whole, but there is probably more so connection in The Mandalorian than probably anything else. But yeah, just do yourself a favor and watch that. It's seven seasons of Clone Wars and four of Rebels, but like they're only... It's animation, so you know it's like twenty minute episodes each or whatever. So, like, just do yourself a favor and watch that if you haven't already. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's been fun. And then of course we've been playing a lot of Seven Days, um, which has so been much. which has been fun. <laughs> but like, I'm we're I, I I get the feeling that a few of us are kind of at the point where we've been kind of overdoing it so much that we need like a like a little bit of a break on the game, you know? Yes. Cause we don't want to like. I still want to keep playing it, but like, I don't want to play it so much that like I have nothing left to do, or I'm gonna burn myself out from the game. Because like we, some of us have been playing it when not everybody's on. So I feel like we're those of us who have been playing it more when not everybody's on are gonna get more burnt out on it quicker. So I rather like take breaks from it when not everybody's on. That way we can play when everybody's on. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. more fun that way. But uh, but yeah, and I mean, there's other stuff to play anyway. Like. You know, I, I it's not like there isn't like I, oh, I can man, I got this son of a gun to play. I gotta play this. I have it. I Dude, gotta play it. You gotta play that. You gotta play God of War, Spider Man, Horizon. Spider-Man. You gotta, you I gotta, gotta play, play a lot this... of games, man. Uh, I gotta, I gotta find a. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny, man. But yeah, dude, there's, there's, you got, you got a lot of good stuff, man. You got a lot of good I stuff do. to play. That's for I sure, do. dude. But uh, yeah, that that's that's pretty much been what I that's pretty much what I've been up to. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just super excited for Spider Man tomorrow. I I, I can't wait, man. Oh, man, I can't wait for a week from now when I get to be like, what do you think? Right? <laughs> it's gonna be good though. It's gonna be good. Uh, though. To, yeah, that and Hawkeye. God damn, I can't wait. Next week's gonna be a bomb. Next week is we're gonna. You, by the way, next week is our final episode of the year. So yeah, uh, I was thinking about that as well. Tomorrow, next week might be a long episode. To be honest with you, like, because be. 
because uh or it might be shorter we'll see but like you know it's it's i definitely have some things i want to talk about not just like the the main topic but like you know the hopes and dreams for the future a little bit next year you know i always like to speculate on that a little bit for the last show of the year uh Mm. because let me tell you something new year's eve it's gonna happen i'm gonna sit i'm gonna do that thing i do every year which is i'm gonna reflect on this past year and cry like a baby because <laughs> that happens every year as i get older it happens more i'm like i was telling my dad i was talking to my dad yesterday so the older i get the more i cry at shit what the fuck's wrong with me it was yeah funny. i mean no honestly i i find that to be uh i find that to be a thing as well it's like you know the older the older you get like the more i don't know it's it's kind of weird like the more emotional you get kind of yeah you know? like like th- there there was stuff that before when i was younger that wouldn't like i just like wouldn't right. affect me as much but now i'm just like man some stuff just you know the years just fucking you know they they uh they they affect you in such a way that like certain certain shit just make hits you different now man i don't know it's just the way of life i guess but yeah. no, I, I can I can I can feel that for sure. Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, we'll talk about what I've been up to. Um, yeah, go for I, it. I saw Spider Man. I saw it, which I'm obviously not going to go into it, but I will say I saw it. Uh, the first showing on opening night, which was probably not a very smart decision. <laughs> but you know we could talk about that more next week um there yeah. were a lot of people there i will say that uh but nobody sat like around me which was fun um so the rest of that conversation next week uh hawkeye yeah. watched i uh, still love it and more conversation on that next week uh i'm gonna save the halo bit for last because that's probably gonna take a minute uh yeah, seven, seven days uh we have I've played it so much that I'm one of the people that's probably kind of getting burned out a little bit. <laughs> so I'm going to. That, yeah, that's what I was um, saying. Like, I, I, yeah. I probably am gonna take a break from it today as well. Just because, like, yeah, we, we've been going hard at it, man. Like, like it's been fun, but also, like, it just there's other stuff to play, man. You know? It's a hard can... thing we don't talk about. It's like when we're playing things together, there's like. There's almost like a FOMO. Like, I want to be with my homies and play this game. I, I, I want to I want to hang out with them. And then we'll play yes. for very long periods of time with no breaks or anything other than like, you know, obviously we'll get up and go to the bathroom and get drinks and stuff. But like, uh, right. it's like we just go nonstop. And I think it's part of like, I just want to be with my friends and have a good time. And it's like, wait, I need to learn to be like, I don't need to be with my friends necessarily playing seven days. I can just hang out with them in voice chat. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's there's a there's a weird like I need to learn a little bit more self-control on that type of stuff. Um. Uh, Will of Time. Uh, it's last episode. Oh my god, I can't believe everything's having last episodes. It's last episode is also this upcoming week. Um. I don't know how I feel about this show. I, I mm. like it. I like it. But mm. there's parts, and this is the book reader in me. Somebody that hasn't read the books won't understand. I don't think. Un- won't get what the feelings I'm having. Um, it's good. I think it's worth watching. But as a book reader, there's things in it that happen that I'm just like, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, I just don't understand this adaptation of it. That's like, I don't, or or I just don't like the change they made. 
for whatever reason. It could be whatever reason. I was like, uh, but it's got enough of a hook in me that I will keep watching it. You know, it, it's it's weird. I've never had a show that made me feel like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like I like it, but I don't like some of the changes they do. But I like I, I like it enough that I will keep watching. I don't keep watching it. I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. Like, usually I either like something or I hate it. And if I hate it, I'm not going to watch it. I don't hate <laughs> Wheel of Time. I like Wheel of Time. But it confuses the fuck out of me at points. I, it's the weirdest thing. I don't know how to describe it. I, like, I wish I had somebody that felt the way I did, but smarter and understood a way to put it into words. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, Because if I talk to Cody, uh, Komahan, who loves the show, yeah. never, re never read the book, he's like, this is as good as The Witcher. Uh, I think he said that in Mod Talk the other day. And I cocked an eyebrow, and I was like, really? <laughs> I didn't engage him on it, but I was like, really, though? <laughs> you know, I had that thought in my brain. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that statement. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's worth checking out. I'm curious to somebody that doesn't hasn't read the books to watch it. like. Yeah, which would be me if I watched it. Which would it, be so you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't seen it, so maybe I'll have to check it out, and then maybe yeah. we can compare. It's not a lot of episodes. Way. It's not a lot of episodes. It's only like eight. Um, and it's fixing to be done. So whenever you have time, mm -hmm. I, I definitely say check it out. Like the first, <laughs> this is going to sound weird. The first three episodes can be a little rough. <laughs> but once you get into <laughs> it, it'll, because some cool shit, cool shit happens in this show. Like, it's cool. A lot of cool stuff happens in it. Um, uh, but yeah, Will of Time. Complicated. Uh, <laughs> um, I started a little bit of D&D &D prep. I'm going to write up some pitches. Oh, I want to hey. get back into it. D&D &D prep. Let's go. Yeah, I'm trying to decide. Do I want to... Is is twenty twenty two going to be the year we we, we wrap up uh, fucking Frozen Decimation or or what? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Um, at least, like man. Like if if we're at least if we're not going to continue playing, I, I I would at least like to just end it. You know, like mm -hmm. give it a give it a proper you know send off. Because man, that was like what that was a few years of of our you know that we put That's, into that man. So that was close to a hundred episodes. It was getting there. Um, mm. Yes, no, I definitely want to wrap up Frozen Decimation. Uh, and we will eventually, I'm sure. Um, this is a thing. It's a thing that I don't think you've experienced uh, that much, Daniel, because you haven't played like a shitload of D&D. You've played some, but like not like right. long form campaigns where it's like. But this is a thing that can happen to DMs where it's like, we'll play a lot. We'll play for like a couple years. And then we'll have a long dry spell where we don't play anything. And it's. I don't know how to describe it. It's not burnout necessarily, although in my case it was kind of burnout. Um, but it's just like we do it so much and then it's like all your creative juices are almost drained. And some people don't get this way, but some people do. All your creative juices kind of get drained and it's like, okay, I need a break for a while. And then that break can last a year or more. And it's it's so, and I've had this happen uh, in games I've played before where the DM is like, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just a little fried right now. Uh, but I would love to, to wrap up that story. Uh, but I'm doing some D&D &D prep for... I'm writing up pitch documents, really, more than anything. It's like, kind of like to start a little new campaign. Like a little mini... A mini-series or something, just to play. And have some fun with. And kind of get in that groove again. Um, that feeling. Getting, <laughs> Josh has got to get his groove back. 
You know what I mean? Like he's got to get back into it. Um, yeah. I would love to play. I don't know if you looked at the tabletop channel, but I bought uh, the PDF for Mass, which is like Young the, Justice like hero young type Justice. shit. Yeah, I did see yeah. that. I would love to mess with that a little bit too. It uses the same similar like uh, uh powered by apocalypse style by like um when we played City of Mist. We played City of Mist as a one shot, not on stream or anything, just us. So it's kind of like that a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I'm doing some stuff on that. On that front, kind of getting them juices going again. Literally before I came in here and started the stream, I messaged Daniel and was like, hey, I'm going to start the stream a little late because I'm going to give my Christmas presents to my parents. Um, so that's literally where I was right before the stream hit start. I was giving them their, their Christmas presents. So that I put that in my notes. I, I got my mom like a, a, a purse thing for a lady. Uh, thanks to... Got they gifts early. Thank you to the ladies on Discord that I talked to about that and helped me. <laughs> it's like, is this a cool <laughs> gift for my mom? Because uh, I'm a dude, and it's really hard to pick <laughs> gifts for... My, my dad's easy. My mom is complicated. Um, uh, and I got my dad a poncho from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I know that's something Daniel yeah, and I dude. talked about. It's like, Hell yeah, shit. I, yeah, that's a great gift, man. I got it on Etsy. It was like 30 bucks. Um, it, it's hand-woven in... Bad, it, it's hand-woven in, in Mexico. Good. Like it came from Mexico, so I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Fuck yeah, bro! I was like, oh, "I love this! I love this shit! I love it! It's Hell so yeah. cool!" My dad was wearing it. I was like, "I need to take a photo of him wearing it." He's like, "This is right. so warm." He's like, "This is so warm." <laughs> He's like, "I'm gonna wear this sure. when it gets cold." Um. Uh, and last but not least, Halo. Yep. Halo. I, I'm gonna try not to be a little shit about this, okay? Because like. Hey man, you you speak you speak your truth, dude. Well, I, I, like, listen. So we kind of played them all over the place. Like we started chronological, and then I think we we tried going it, but at some point I forgot that oh, we were, you know we had yeah no no so we kind of played that. I think we played that after three, which it's supposed to be between two and three, I think, right? Uh, yeah, anyway, it takes whatever. like place in a weird spot there. Yeah, but but we played it after three. But anyway, uh, so we played Reach, Combat Evolved. Two, three, ODST, and four. So that was the order we played in. Now go ahead, Josh. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to do this game by game or what, but and there may I be mean, some Halo spoilers. Hard. Maybe some spoilers in here for <laughs> if you've ever played Halo. Yeah. There were things I knew about it before I played, and I'm on the record saying it's the most overhyped franchise in the. In 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 the fucking world, that is not yes. true. It is not the most overhyped thing in the world. I just it's just funny and it's a little bit of a joke. Um. <laughs> so the thing wow. is, though, it's like if I had played these games when they came out at the time, yeah. at the time, if I had lived and experienced that, I might feel differently on Halo than I do. Um, I don't hate it. But I don't love it. It's it's an okay it's an okay series. Uh, you know that. But honestly, I didn't start to kind of get the like the chief is he's a mute for a lot of the like he says a few words in each game and then finally he kind of becomes a character in four. You know, like he talks of more in three. <laughs> he like, so much dialogue in four, dude. I'm like, wow. He, yeah, he talks I mean, a ton. Like, 
like I kind of understand it though, because like for most of that game, it's just you and Cortana, right? Mm-hmm. So the and the, you don't have you don't have uh, you know Keith David or you don't have uh, you know uh, fuck the other guy Johnson. You know you don't have you don't have like those other characters that you had in the in the early you know the earlier games. So I kind of get, get it, it, but it is yeah. You it's know, the it's little, era it's of those weird. games. The era those games came out in is like the the player takes on the role. That's why he doesn't talk a lot. You are Master Chief. Master Chief. When Master Chief talks, it breaks immersion, right? Um. So I I don't hate him. I don't love him. Uh, the thing I do hate, and this isn't the game's fault. This is just however they're old games. Was all the technical shit we had happen? The game mm. crashes. The lag. That's the yeah. Master Chief's collections fault. That is not the, the, the that is that is technical size. That is not like the game's writing or anything like that. But yeah. man, did it suck to get almost to the end of a mission just to crash to have to do it again. I have to oh do it all over again. Yeah, God. that happened a couple times. I was like, yo, we didn't even get a checkpoint for this? Like, what? And it, it's even worse because uh. we're trying to stream it. Like, you're trying to stream it on Daniel's channel. And, it, like, we're having fun. Like, we got clips out of it. It was a blast playing with Daniel. But it was like, am I liking this because it's Halo? Or am I liking this because I'm playing a game with my friend and we make jokes yeah. and they're really, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, because uh-huh. there was some pretty funny shit that would go on. So, something that did annoy me about playing those games, though, is, like, when you're doing split screen and, like, when somebody gets too far away, you get teleported away. And, like, sometimes, like, one of us would be on, like, a ship or something in the air, and you teleport and you just die because you're in the fucking air because the stupid game teleported you and, and mm-hmm. you know, where you were supposed to be. Or, like, I'm trying to get something and, like, you know, you get teleported and you can't pick it up because you know you get fucking teleported. So it's like, well, yeah. damn, man. That happened to me a time or two, and it's like, I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> it's no. so they, they got better with it in some of the later games, but it was still kind of annoying at times. Yes, no, like, it, it uh... was. But I mean, yeah, overall, I would say I had I enjoyed them for the most part. Like, I kind of am. I kind of uh, am kind of in the same thought as Josh. Like, I probably would have enjoyed them more if I played them like if I was like an Xbox dude back in the day and played like most of them like most of my prior to us going through this series most of my halo experience was like multiplayer stuff with like cousins and shit mm-hmm. like i remember playing a lot of halo 3 online uh and then like i, I did play one like by myself on the original xbox like, like way back when that's the only one that i ever played but that being said Having played like some of the ones that I didn't play, like Reach, I actually really enjoyed Reach. That one was probably one of my favorite ones. Uh, I I also good. really liked Reach. My thing with Reach is uh, the ending was spoiled for me many, 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 many years ago. So I knew where yeah. it was all leading to. I knew, you know, that the Spartans were gonna die off one by one. You know that that was stuff that happened so long ago that people can't help but talk about it, and they got spoiled for right. me. So. Yeah, so I had no idea. So I, I was like, "Yo, this is." I did not. Ex- I, I didn't expect it because I had no idea. I'm over here like, "Yo, this is the Rogue One of Halo, dude." Because everybody mm-hmm. fucking dies one by one, and it was cool, dude. I, that probably is one of my favorites. And then, like, I know people kind of rate four lower, but I kind of enjoyed four. Like, for you know, it, it was different, but like, you know. Uh, I, I I don't know. There was a lot of like different weapons and enemies and stuff because like yeah, in a lot like of the, the other games, you fight like a lot of the same. You fight the Covenant a lot. It's the same enemies over and over again, so that kind of gets repetitive after a while. But in four, they kind of mix it up, right? You fight the Forerunners, and you have like you know different interesting weapons that I wish were in Infinite. 
multiplayer. And uh, you know, for that, for that kind of th- that aspect of the game, I enjoy four. Um, and then, like, yeah, I mean, two was cool because you know, you get the arbiter and 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 the master chef working together, and you get the dual and, wield. Yeah, dual wield, and then yeah, I mean, they they, they were they were all enjoyable in their own ways, but some more so than others for sure. Yeah. Um, ODST was one that I remember like people like. I think people enjoy that one, right? ODSC, that one. Yeah. They, they like that one a lot. It was different. I kinda, yeah. I, 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 I don't know how I feel about that one. I'm kind of conflicted about that one. Like, I kinda, like, I like it, and I kind of, and I also, like, don't like it as much as the other one. So, for, for the reason that it's different. Like, I like the detective noir aspect of it. Like, I did totally not see that coming. I, didn't, yeah. I, I would never would have expected that from a Halo game, you know? It's a different type uh, of storytelling. So, yeah. So, uh, that was kind of interesting. But also, like I don't know, I just I didn't like. It was it was it was it was, was kind of weird. Like I again, I just I don't know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. But I, I like I like it and dislike it at the same time. I don't know. I just like I I find thing things from it interesting, but like ultimately, I don't I I think I don't like it as much as some of the other ones. I guess is the best way to put it. But uh, yeah, so. Yeah, overall, I guess that's those are our thoughts on the Master Chief yeah. collection. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I had fun with it, and and yeah, it, it is a good question though. Like, did I have fun with it because I was playing with with you know with a friend, or or, or did you know was there was Halo actually enjoyable? I don't know. I think it was a mix of kind of both. Because I mean, I yeah. think if we weren't having fun with the games themselves, then we probably wouldn't have. Yeah, know. that's true. Yeah. The uh, one of the last things I wanted to say is like. Uh... Oh my god, I had a complete brain fart and it went away. Um It's I understand I, I remembered. I understand Halo and the hype now though. I understand why people care about those games, those characters, and that story. Even if I don't feel that way about it. Even though despite yeah, me I mean, being like, it's the, the most story. overhyped thing in the world. I still might think that, but I understand it now. I didn't understand it really before. I was like, yeah, that's just, you run around and shoot. What's the big deal? You know? Um, um, but what I need to get in my head was like, those games were released and people grew like up years with those ago. games. They grew up with those yeah. games. They grew up with those characters. Just like I game... grew up with Knights of the Old Republic. Just like Daniel grew up with yeah. Knights of the Old Republic. I care about the characters in that game. You know? So, in in Mass Effect, you know, I care about those things. I was going to say real quickly, the first game of Halo, like the Combat Evolved, came out twenty years ago already. Yeah, like that was two thousand one, dude. That was twenty years ago. That's crazy. So I'm not going to make the overhyped jokes anymore, other than on the rare occasion that a Halo game is announced, and I like to throw a little shade here and there. But that'd be <laughs> that'd be about the only time. I understand it now. And I wasn't even being a smart ass about it before. I was just teasing folks. But um, I understand it now. I understand you out there, Halo fan. I understand <laughs> you. Uh, and from what I've heard, Halo Infinite is fantastic. And um, I can't wait till we could can kind of hop into that and give that a go when they get co-op in, hopefully, because I would love to play that with Daniel. Yeah. Uh, I would like a smooth Halo experience without lag and disconnects. Yes, please. And please give us checkpoints because that no checkpoint bullshit having to go back and start a mission over again after you get disconnected is 
fucking whack. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking forward to checking out the television series when it happens as well. You know, like now that I'm a little That'll bit be more familiar, familiar yeah, with the now Chief we know... and Cortana and Halsey and all those characters. I'm, exactly. Now that we know a bit more about these people. Yeah, it'll be exactly my thoughts. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's Halo. That is. Uh... All right. So that's our news uh, or no. That's that's our, what we've been <laughs> that's up. That's what, that's what we've been up to for the past week. Now we go into the news. <laughs> All right. All, All right. right. So that's the this. top end of the news. So Josh, what do we got first? First, we have the '90s are back, baby. RTS games based on Stargate and Terminator are in development. So we had at the Game Awards, Dune was the RTS game. Or 5X, 4X game, whatever it's going to be. It's coming back. They're going to have a, a Dune strategy game. That's what we're getting at here. But that's not all we're going to be getting, because we're going to be getting Stargate and Terminator. Also, in strategy form, apparently. Um, so we got some trailers here, but I'm, we also have an article up on PC Gamer. I will read it to you. It says... This is a good time to be a fan of licensed real-time strategy games based on sci-fi licenses. At the Game Awards last week, Funcom announced a new RTS based on Dune. And today, publisher Slytherin... When was this posted? This was from six days ago. So this came out like a week ago, by the way. Uh, publisher Slytherin, I think is how you say that, showcased not one, but two others it has in the pipe. Terminator Dark Fate Defiance and Stargate Timekeepers. Uh, Stargate Timekeepers was first announced back in May, but I didn't even know that. Uh, but Slytherin revealed a first look at gameplay during its Home of Wargamers event earlier today on Twitch. Set in the SG-1 universe, Timekeepers is a small-scale tactics game with 14-mission campaign that sees Commander Ava McCain and her team supporting the unit in its battle against the forces of Anubis. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, <laughs> I think it's based on the show. I never watched the show. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't a huge uh, Stargate fan. I've uh, I've never seen any of it, so yeah, I I, I have not, I can't really speak on it. I know there's people out there that love it and whatnot, but I I I, I have nothing to say about it. I've never seen it, so you know. I, I don't either. One way. Is this or a what is this? Is this a, a gameplay dealio or what is this? Hi Val. Um. Oh oh, it's like um fuck, it's like Commandos. Oh okay, let me pull this open for you guys. Uh, YouTube, and we'll put a little sound down. Why not? Um, so I don't know how many of you have played Commandos or Shogun, the the Blade Tactics game. I can't remember what the fuck the actual title is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually Shogun have that game. It's called uh, what the hell is it called? Shadow Shadow Tactics? Blades of yes. the Shogun? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. That one. So this is in that style where you're controlling a dude running around and there's NPCs. I see. Okay. Um, this is just a little snippet from a mission they're showing off. But I understand that. I understand what they're going for here. That's cool. I wish I was a bigger fan of Stargate so I could be like, I'm so hyped for this. But I can't because I'm, I'm not. I've never watched <laughs> the show. Um, right. But we're getting a Stargate game if you're into that. That's cool. Um, that's kind of that's kind of me with the when they announced the the expanse telltale game. I'm like, oh man, I wish I watched the expanse, <laughs> like, so I can be a little bit more excited for that, you know. But I, like, I actually do plan to watch the expanse at some point. Like, I just you know, 
a matter of when. Yeah. I can't, I don't know why it is about the expanse, but I keep falling. I keep falling off the show. It's like, I'll watch it. I'll get to a point and I fall off. I finally made it through the first season after like six tries. <laughs> and then like I fell off. I don't, it blows my mind. I like keeps happening. Anyway, uh, next up we have um, Terminator Dark Fate Defiance, which is a fucking super long name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Terminator, on the other hand, is a reveal of a larger scale strategy game. As commander of human forces in an unhappy future, you must lead the resistance against Legion. Of course, it's named Legion. The head of the machine army in the Dark Fate timeline. It's always called not, Legion. Yeah. Uh, but that's not your only problem. Even greater threats may emerge from other human factions who you'll have to deal with as you rally forces to your flag. Along with the single-player campaign, Terminator Dark Fate will also support PvP multiplayer for up to four players. There are fewer details on this campaign. It was just announced, but Slytherin revealed a flyover teaser of a future battle in Oklahoma City. Uh, let's have a look-see here at this trailer. And by trailer, I mean this is a 52-second flyover, not an actual trailer. Let's check this out. They got the sound effects. Dude, this makes me think of Command & Conquer Generals. Dude, I, that's like, when we talk about Command & Conquer, like, you're about the OG stuff. Generals is the Command & Conquer that I played. Yeah. I loved, I loved Generals too, but man, that OG stuff was, was so good. And yeah, you're right, this kind of does look like Generals. It totally makes me think of Generals. I want these games to succeed because I want, I want strategy to come back. You know, I kind of miss it. Like MOBA, I mean, MOBAs came, came and way. took over. Yeah. yeah. Um, Especially with like uh, Age of Empires 4 coming back also. Like, damn. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize this kept going. Uh, Slitherings on a real chair with licensed sci-fi RTS. It's also working on a game based on Starship Troopers, which Daniel and I have talked about in the past. Yeah. Karen uh, Command, we, we definitely talked about that one. Yeah. They have a video here, but it's about the music, so I'm not going to play that. It's not like a trailer for the video game. It's got some gameplay yeah. in it, but... Um, but yeah, uh, we got a lot of RTS things coming in the future, looks like, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. I hope it's I would good. Love, I would love a new Star Wars RTS. Um, what I propose to everyone or to Lucasfilm Games and 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 you guys over there, if you guys are listening, um, do this is this is this is my idea here. Okay. So do a re-release of Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. Um which originally only had the first uh, five episodes, excluding Revenge of the Sith, because that wasn't a thing by then. Um, so re-release Galactic Battlegrounds you know, with the Clone Campaigns expansion. Then add uh, episode three into it, add um, the sequels, Add Clone Wars, Rebels, Mandalorian, all the new stuff, and just make it a you know a new thing. Because I, I I would I would be all about that. Because right now there's a mod for that. There's there's been a modding team that's been doing that for the past I don't know 
years, and they have a mod called Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds Expanding Fronts, and it is a great mod. They've added so much to the game. So if you guys are fans of Star Wars and RTS, go check that out. Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds Expanding Fronts is a great mod. Uh, you can go check it out over at uh, ModDB and, and and all that you know all those modding uh, gaming places. Go go you know go check that out. It's good stuff. Good work that they're doing over there for for a cool game. So yeah, I, I wish I wish they would you know do an updated version of that. So Lucasfilm, if you're listening, Lucasfilm, you Lucasfilm Games, fucking give them all give them all the support over there and, and make that. Give me that re-release. Give me the updated re-release of uh, of Galactic Battlegrounds, man. Make it happen. Come on, we're manifesting things here on the show, right? Let's, let's manifest yes, we do. that. Let's make it happen. You got my support because I want that shit too. Make it happen. Anyway, happen. all right. What do we got next on the agenda, there, Daniel? Next up, uh, we have a Tribes of Midgard Season 2 Serpent Saga launch trailer. So this is this game. Uh, do you have this game? I forget it if you do or not. I do, but I barely played it. Like, I, I, have also I, barely, I have also barely played it because like, I feel like... I, and actually, I enjoyed this game for what it was, but we, I feel like you just need more people to play it with, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, yeah, we can we can check this out and see what it's about. So uh, three, two, one, go. And I'm beyond excited to introduce Tribes of Midgard season two, the Serpent Saga. Season two, Serpent Saga. has become our newest biome, and it's yours to conquer. Oh, setting sail. Boats have arrived in Midgard. They will be your new mode of transport. It's a very freeing feeling being able to move the water this way. But that's cool. The ocean is scattered with rocky reefs. Some of of course, the seas are going to have some. You'll also meet some new enemies during your travels, and I advise you keep an eye out for shape-shifting seals, selkies. Shape-shifting now, seals, bro, that sounds horrible. And their magical liars allow them to conjure diverse support abilities, such as protecting, empowering, or reviving their allies. Huh. Damn you, support abilities! Jorgen Mander. This is where you'll construct your boat, and you can build three different types. I'm on a boat. That's up and running. You'll find hey, look at that build construction. Islands with some new dangers, of course, like these arrow shooting turrets. Progressing in the saga quest. We'll arrow shooting turrets. No other. If you're looking to change it up from Fenrir, then this is the fight for you. Seasons built. Oh, together, is it Jorgen Mander? Done with the big bad wolf of season one. You can still take him on. And if you're looking for a challenge, why not mm-hmm. take down both? Oh shit, double key, double boss fight? I don't know. I feel like I didn't understand what this game was when it was first announced. Well, that looks cool. 90% of the battles looking good. With 49 new items, while the rewards track from season 1 has been moved to the shop for Golden Horns. Speaking of the shop, we've done a redesign to make gameplay items now unlockable at all times, as well as offering cosmetic. Bold move for showing off the shop. Cotton, let's see if it pays off. Having pre-built gates when starting a session. A donate max shortcut to speed up the donation process. 
the option to choose your own matchmaking region, and among many others, a brand new auto-equipping system that works when crafting and repairing equipment. Many of these were community-driven, and we always appreciate your feedback. I can well, at least they listen to people. Everything coming to Sega too, but we'll let you discover it all very soon. So get ready to sail the seas, confront the newest Sega boss, and do your best to survive with your tribe. Thanks for watching. Oh, and uh, one more thing. <gasps> oh, and swim. one more thing. You can swim. Cool. I need so, yeah, to check this... this out again. You know. Yeah, we should. Uh, we should try it out at some point. I. I just. I feel like we need more. More people for this game. Like this is one of those ones where like I tried playing it alone. And it is tough, man. Yeah. So that's why I haven't really put too much time into it. But I have played it a bit, and I liked the little bit that I played. But it's just one where you need more people with. So. That's just, yeah, that's, that's, you know, what I think. But, uh, yeah, so I, maybe some point we'll, we'll check that out. Um, we'll see. We shall see. All right. Next up, Hades makes history. It is the first video game to win a Hugo Award. For those of you who don't know, the Hugo Awards have been recognizing the best literary works of science fiction and fantasy since 1953. Across an, ev an evolving set of categories, the category uh, for best graphic story was only added in 2009. This year's best video game category was included as a one-off. Um, so during the 79th annual WonderCon, a.k.a. DiscCon 3, the winners of the Hugo Awards were announced. Hades won the Best Video Game Award over other nominees, Animal Crossing New Horizons, base, Baseball, it just says Baseball, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake, The Last of Us Part Two, and Spirit Fair. Uh, we hope was, the Hugo... I was going yeah, go to say real quick, like, what were the other uh, you know, nominees, but that that's interesting. That's a that's a, quite the group of games. Some of those I, I don't, I'm a little perplexed by, but okay. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I wonder how they determine their nominees. Um, no idea. We hope that the Hugo Awards continue to recognize the amazing work being done in this space, said Greg Kazvin Kaz 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 of Supergiant Games. I'm sorry if I butcher your name, dude. I apologize. Uh, of Supergiant Games in a tele televised acceptance speech before thanking the Greek gods both above and below. Um... As this con three co-chair, call it... Wow, these people have some names. Khalid? Fozard? <laughs> Expl I always get the articles with the names that I can't pronounce. I explained, since early 2020, many of us have spent more time gaming than we ever expected. This award will offer fans an opportunity to celebrate the games that have been meaningful, joyful, and ex exceptional over the past year. A permanent best game or interactive experience category is being considered. Uh, so yeah, hats off to Hades. I, for those of you that remember, I was torn between Hades and Ghost of Tsushima pretty fucking hard when we were picking our game of the year that time, mm -hmm. that couple last years year, ago, yeah. last year. Dude, everything goes by so fast. Last year. Um, Hades is fantastic, and I'm glad that it won this, actually, because it's like, man, that is, that's kind of big. Like, winning a Hugo Award's kind of a big deal. Especially when you're like the first video game to win one. Um, 
And I know some of the nominees are like head scratchers, but that's still got Final Fantasy VII Remake and The Last of Us Part Two and Spiritfarer in there. Those are good games uh, for some folks. Um, but yeah, I just included that in the notes because I thought it was cool. Um, so yeah, we can move on from that unless we have anything to add. I don't. Um, hats off to Hades. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I still haven't played the game. I have it. I'll probably have to play it sometime this upcoming year um, to try it out, check it out. I hope you enjoy it. I I really like it. Yeah, and I, I actually know a lot of people who love that game. I, so yeah, mm-hmm. I generally am just not like roguelikes, which is not my thing. But I'll I'll, I'll give that one a shot just to try it out. You know why not? Soundtrack's fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah, what's next? Pretty cool. Uh, next up, we have uh, some Ghostbusters gaming news. Uh, a new Ghostbusters game is definitely happening, according to Ernie Hudson. This is over from the Nintendo Life. Uh, the release of Ghostbusters Afterlife has put a paranormal comedy series back in the spotlight. And the increased interest means we're also getting a new video game. Uh, according to actor Ernie Hudson. So as we all know, he play, uh, Ernie Hudson plays the role of Winston Zedmore in the movie series. And he's been speaking on the uh, YouTube channel Countdown City Geeks uh, about the upcoming game. And this is what he was uh, quoted uh, as to saying. Uh, I just got an email because we're doing another video game. They're scheduling it now to do the recording, and I'm not sure who's going to do it. I know me and Danny, a.k.a. Dan Aykroyd, I think. I'm not sure about Bill, Billy, uh, Bill Murray, will do anything on it. So there will be another video game. Will they bring it out? I don't know, but it's definitely happening. And he even spoke about the issues the developers have been having in getting his likeness right. They've been sending me prototypes of the character to get the image right, which they seem to have a hard time somehow creating my image. It's so weird to me that they can get Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Harold Ramis to look exactly like they looked, but I end up looking like Eddie Murphy or somebody, <laughs> is what he said. <laughs> uh, I remember, do you remember that a couple months ago, it was reported uh, that Ilphonics uh, was doing a, a Ghostbusters game, right? Ilphonics. Yeah, the, I remember. The, the people behind Friday the 13th, so, and, and the you know, Predator Hunting Grounds and, and that stuff, so that's probably that game. Right? Yeah, you would have I would to imagine. You would have to imagine that it, that's the one that he's talking about. <laughs> I was like, so, "Oh my god, please don't let it be like some mobile game." <laughs> you know, like yeah, that'd be a nightmare. Well, I mean, if they're trying to get his likeness right out, you know, hopefully, you know, it, it, I mean, they I would don't say no. You know how it, they are. <laughs> I know, but hopefully, they would put you know, it would be for something better than a fucking mobile game. But anyway, I would hope so. Yeah. So how do how how do we feel about a new Ghostbusters game? Uh, I think it's cool. Um, Yeah. I think it's a bummer that we won't really have, you know, I mean, we'll have, I I imagine they'd have Egon in there, even though Harold Ramis has, you know, passed away now, but like, I don't, I don't know. I think it's cool that they're doing another game. Like, I know that first Ghostbusters game that came out, I never played it, but I remember people being like, this is a good game. So, I don't know. It could be cool. Like, it's probably like, knowing those Looking at Ilphonics, it's like they made Predator, they made Friday the Thirteenth. We're all gonna be playing Ghostbusters, and we're all gonna be busting a ghost. That's that's like that game is gonna yeah. be. 
that's their thing. I'd be down for sure. I did play the uh, the Go- 2009 Ghostbusters game, uh, which they did a, re- a remaster for, and I played it last year, and it was it was pretty fun, you know, for like an older, you know, for mm-hmm. a game that's like ten years old, it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't too bad. So, or I guess older than ten years old at this point, but you know, you know what I mean. Like it's it's over a decade old, and it, I mean, it was fun. So yeah, I'm just very curious to see what a new. Ghostbusters game will look like, uh, especially if it's by, you know, uh, you know, Ilphonics. So you know, we'll see. Um, I I also just want I want I want to see the new movie. You know, that'll probably get me more. May that may get me more excited about the game if I watch the movie. So I need to see it too, and I wanted to go see it, but I just it happened at a time where I was like I couldn't go see it. Yeah, uh, it's I can really, uh, yeah, I wanted to watch it as well, but I just you know, it, you know, I couldn't, so we'll have to wait on that one. Uh, but I do want to check it out. Um, but yeah, that's you know, new, new Ghostbusters game news. Um, cool. The next thing we have here is that the new Mass Effect game will be made in the Unreal Engine instead of Frostbite. Thank God. Yeah, I just want to say that. Thank God. Uh, makes. Perfect sense. They had nothing but trouble with Frostbite for Andromeda. Um, and, uh, and what they... I just don't think that Frostbite engine really suits to what they try to do with Mass Effect. You know, like... I don't know. So, the reason why this is, uh, you know, known is because uh, there was a uh, job listing for an associate technical director... Uh, which, uh, which says, Bioware is hiring talented programmers with the UE four slash five experience. Come join our team and work with us on the next Mass Effect game. Yeah. So that's the description of. Uh, with that, um, I think this is a good thing. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good thing too, right? I mean. Th- wasn't uh which what was the uh what was the engine that that andromeda was 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 made on was it was that uh... andromeda was frostbite um okay um which was like the engine they used for like battlefield right like i think and yeah and while it's while it's good for like combat stuff it's not the best for like faces and like that type of stuff that was kind of the reason why they why Andromeda had problems was apparently it was you know Frostbite was 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 lacking in specific areas like animations, map sizes, save systems, and you know so forth. But and you have to think they didn't have experience with Frostbite; they had never used it before Andromeda. It was like the thing, right? So it's like, all right, we're learning this new engine, and whenever you learn something new, it's not the best. You know, it's never like if I learned a. If I learned how to play Freebird on my guitar and brought it over here and started playing Freebird for you right now, it would be the shittiest version of Freebird you will have probably heard. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm not practiced with it and I'm not good with it. Um, it's the same thing for, like, working on engines. Unless you are a fucking savant or highly, highly experienced and know what you're doing with the engine, it's not going to be the best because you're learning things as you work on it, so... 
what we hear about the new Unreal Engine stuff is that it's very easy to work with, you know. So it also they just looked had good, them, like uh, yeah. like the Matrix thing that they released for UE five. Exactly, look awesome. Yeah. Um, which was super impressive to a lot of people. Uh, it, I, it, Dragon Age also used the the fresh Frostbite engine. I'm looking, sorry, I'm looking for this article, and I was like, did the because the, the new the next Dragon Age game is going to use Frostbite, and Inquisition also used Frostbite. Um, mm. So, yeah, this, this be interesting. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing to move away from Frostbite. It's difficult to work with, from what I've heard. I, I but I'll be honest with you, I don't know. Sh- I don't know anything about engines exactly and how they work. All I hear is like devs are like, this is a bitch to work with. This is easy to work with. So that's what I base my comments on. <laughs> People have said Frostbite can be a bitch to work with. People have said Unreal is actually fairly easy to work with. Um, Alright. So yeah, next Mass Effect uh, Unreal. Going on the Unreal, yep. We'll see you in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, whenever, whenever that is. Uh. Yeah. See you when I'm forty. Uh, anyway, that's, yeah. L- just a little bit of little bit of information on the new Mass Effect, you know, because we we uh, don't even have that yet. But you know, it would be nice if like p- they could at least like throw out titles so we don't have to call it the next Mass Effect or you know, like every time Nintendo talks about Breath of the you know the new Zelda games, those sequels, Legend of Zelda, <laughs> Breath of the Wild. I don't want to keep saying that shit every time, dude. Can you give us a name for your fucking game, please? All right. Just give us that. Like, damn. I, don't know. I am curious. Know? I'm so curious to how far along in development they are of that Mass Effect. Like they can't be very far if they're looking for like a specialist for Unreal right now, right? Like. Yeah, I think yeah. Dragon Age is their main focus right now. Mass Effect is just back there. It's on the back eye. It's cooking, but it ain't cooking fast. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm cu- I'm kind of curious as to how long. And right. I'm worried that if the next Dragon Age does not do well, they may kill that. <laughs> they may kill that Mass Effect. You know, so... I don't know. Because I, I feel like... This is... I feel like Bioware's on thin ice. Like, and I feel like they have been for a while. Especially with the debacle that was Anthem. And mm, Man, that was that was something, dude. I, I still can't believe that. And I honestly, I, I, I don't know how much of that is EA was sticking their nose in. I think they were sticking in it quite a bit with Anthem. And like that whole, they talk about how that whole E3 thing they showed was kind of like fake. Like they showed it, and the game devs were like, "That's that's the game," you know. And then they tried to make it look. Like, it is the craziest stories you will hear hear coming out of that game. That game is dead. That game is completely and utterly dead. They gave up on it. It was on life support, they, and then they pulled the they plug. They tried fixing it, and it was just like, "Nah, we're we're never mind. We're we're not the, even gonna." The investment it would have take was not was not gonna be worth it. Um, no. Nah. It's so like, I think I, I don't know. Like that though makes me feel bad for people who like, you know, pre like pre-ordered it. But then again, like you should, you should have just seen that coming with that game, man. Like, I, I don't, don't know. know I was very. I know, it's a rough one. I remember you and story. I, you and I were very skeptical of Anthem, and like yeah, because <laughs> I, 
Somebody oh, not like, to be named was in our voice chat was like, I'm excited for it. <laughs> and I was like, well. yeah. <laughs> the thing is like, we, we got to play it early. And like, from then I could even tell like the flying mm-hmm. and stuff. It was, it was not, jank. Yeah. It's, you know, what well, I mean, it's, un- it's unfortunate, but it is. You know, it is what it is, man. And I'm sure a lot of people that worked on that game weren't, like, trying to do that. They were trying to make an awesome product that they could be proud of. But, you know, like, what do you say? I would love to put all the blame on EA, but I just don't think it all belongs to EA. It belongs to, 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 the, to the guys in charge at Bioware at the time. I'm sure there's people... There are people there that are like, all right, I want this in here because it's going to make us fucking money. And that's the problem, you know? like Yeah. You should... If you make a good product, the money will fucking come to you. Stop trying yeah. to grab as fucking much as you I mean, possibly can. I mean, let's yeah. go back to fucking... Uh, I mean, all, all they need to do is look back at the shit that they did like almost 20 years ago, dude. They had a solid run, dude. They did what? KOTOR, KOTOR 2, Jade Empire, like all like, consecutive years in a row, dude. Mm-hmm. And then like Mass Effect like a year or two after that. Like, dude... They if were. You want, they if were at you the want, top. If you, yeah, exactly, exactly right. They were top of their game. A lot of those people that worked there during that time, they're not there anymore. It's a different bio than it was then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah, but like, dude, it was like Kotor O three, Kotor two was like what O four, uh, Jade Empire O five, I think, Mass Effect O seven. Like, dude, that like from O three to O seven alone. That is a hell of a. That's those are a lot of good games right there, and I haven't even played Jade Jade Empire yet, but like from what I, I hear, it. that's a great game. Soundtrack great too. It's like, dude, that is a good run right there. That's like four. Uh, that's like four great games. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? And, and yeah, like you know, like Josh said, it's it's not the same. You know, the same people aren't over there and everything. But like, dude, you, they like, have the what, lineage. What you have the reputation. You're Bioware. That is your lineage. That is your blood. That is what you are. But even if those same people aren't there, you should still be being able to. You should still be able to put out products that are as good as that because that is your fucking name. That is what built you. You know what I mean? Like that is what it's all about at Bioware. That's what it should be anyway. And if you want, like, if you build it, they will come. Take no look. Take no further look than Stardew Valley. Okay. There was a small game made by one dude, and that dude has made millions. You're going to tell me that you are under EA Bioware, have a chunk of funds at your disposal, and you can't make a good product? Like, I don't understand. Uh, okay. And EA, too. Quit interfering. Quit being a shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> at least nowadays. I hope that's not what's going on now. But back then it was. Anywho. We can move on. Anywho, uh, you got you got anything else for the gaming news? I don't think so. Let me look. I'll just see if anything dropped in the last few seconds. Uh, uh, I don't. We don't bring up the Epic Game Store because you know we get it's kind of annoying. But they are giving away free games every day like this week. So go get your free shit, even if you don't like. Oh them. yeah, they've uh, they've had some pretty uh pretty decent stuff. Luke Luke Hero is available now, and I played that game, and it is fantastic. So. Go grab it. Uh, I did want to mention that. Uh, 
Star Wars The Old Republic is celebrating 10 years. Uh, I think today is like actually the 10 years. They put out a little statement. Um, we don't necessarily need to, to read it, but like it's it's just talking about some of their, their upcoming stuff. They got events going on. Uh, the Apex Legends gun charm you can grab. Uh, mm -hmm. Special edition Darth Malgus, like uh, Star Wars Insider, you can get. Um, oh, yeah. They're having a double XP event. They're having a lot of sales in their cartel market on on Star Wars: The Old Republic. A lot of sales stuff on there, and they're talking about uh, the, their patch that's going to come out for that next expansion in a little while. So uh, we don't need to go through that. I'm just mentioning it, and I'll drop it in the chat, and anybody who wants to look at it. But you know, uh, happy ten years to to them. Yes, sir. Uh, and I think that's kind of it. I don't think anything's really dropped that I want to bring. All right. That's all good. We can move on. We got other news and other Let's things. All right. So first thing we have here for the TV news is World War II in color. Road to Victory Season 1. So I put this in here because both Josh and I are uh history fanatics mm -hmm. we we enjoy history and i know josh in particular also like with his, with his dad and stuff enjoys watching like you know war things i mean i do as well so yeah i love documentaries my dad's a collector like has you know a lot of collectible war memorabilia from stuff so from like world war ii and yeah. stuff so um, so this is a uh, world war ii in color it is uh gr gripping historical footage and expert commentary that it gives detailed insights into the leading figures and decisive turning points of World War II. So again, this is called World War II Road to Victory Season 1. So let's check out this trailer over on Netflix. Yeah, I saw Three, this... Two, uh, one. Boom. I saw this pop up on Netflix and I was like... Wait, this is a new thing? By I was like, this is cool. Yeah. It's, it's just really cool seeing, seeing stuff in color, you know? Yeah. You we're so used to seeing it in black and white all the time. Was undoubtedly encouraging the war cabinet to keep you got Hitler and Churchill. Japanese. I will. I'll be watching this. I love documentaries. Yeah. Which, by the way, it was like the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor earlier this month. Yeah. Thousands of Allied troops are ordered to block the German advance on Dunkirk. Every hour that they managed to save was invaluable. Dunkirk. All kinds of small ships ended up in Dunkirk. You had sailing boats. You had fishing boats, and they were all needed. Yeah, I definitely will be checking this out. The Battle of the Coral Sea, but the battle you really need to know about is the Battle of the Philippine Sea. The most decisive battle in the Pacific Theater in World War II. Yeah, I can tell you my dad will be watching this. It's Hitler's absolute worst nightmare. He's managed to keep the Allies at bay for four years of the war. This drops on Wednesday, by the way. Working their way through the interior of France, heading So much stuff to watch. Hitler is underground in his bunker, knowing that the end is nigh. It was the beginning of the end for Adolf Hitler. This has been a long Yeah, Hitler, you bitch, hide in your bunker. A great turning point in the war. Road to victory. That looks that looks cool. I love documentaries. I'll be checking that out. Yes, absolutely. Wednesday. 
right. I don't have a lot to say on that other than I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, we're going to be checking that out. Uh, next up, they are doing a updated uh, Zorro for you know Disney, uh, which this is going to be weird. Yeah, I know. I'm like genuinely curious what you think about this. So, Wilder Valderrama is going to star as as Zorro in a telenovela style update for for Disney. Now, I now that being said, I don't think this is going to be on Disney Plus. It's going to be something else. But let me go ahead and and read what they have here. From uh, this is from THR, a Hollywood Reporter. Wilder Valderrama is set to star in a new live action Zorro TV series that is developed for Disney branded television. A network platform. Okay, so yeah, the network platform for the for the Western has not yet been determined. Uh, the potential series is being executive produced by Gary Marsh, the former Disney Channel president who was promoted last year to serve as the creative chief of Disney branded TV. Uh, in September, announced he was leaving the Ma- the Mouse House at the year's end with three decades. Okay, let's see what we got here. Uh, John Gertz, The Mask of Zorro and The Legend of Zorro will executive produce for Zorro Productions, which owns the rights to the famed swordsman. Uh, we're reimagining this Disney classic as a compelling period piece set in Pueblo de Los Angeles, but told in a very modern telenovela style. Richly drawn contemporary characters and relationships set against the action, drama, suspense, and humor of the original iconic Zorro said Ayo Davis, who was promoted to place Marsh president of Disney branded television. Wilmer shares our commitment to reflect the interesting and rich diversity of the human experience, and we look forward to delivering a culturally relevant and entertaining story with uh, definitional characters that will connect with, with our viewers for generations to come. Valderrama becomes the latest actor to take on the role of Don Diego de la Vega and his dashing, swashbuckling alter ego, the masked swords, uh, the masked horseman named Zorro. Uh, so this is what Valderrama had to say about uh, taking over the role. Growing up, Zoro was the one character that made me, as a Latino, feel like I could be a hero. As an adult and a storyteller, I have a responsibility in the stories that I help bring to life. To partner with Gary and Disney to bring Zoro back into the family after 60 years and be a part of the legacy for other children to know that they too can be heroes of their own stories is a dream come true. So that is what uh, the article... Uh, has to say there and hearing that Josh what do you have to think because for me I'm still kind of like it's it's kind of weird like I I I need I need a little bit more and I I, I, maybe what I think is I need to see like a trailer or something I think I'm the same like I need a trailer because I don't know that style either to be fair (laughs) yeah because based on what he was saying based on what they were saying like you know they're they're, they're like gonna be respecting the legacy and all that which you know sounds nice and all but you know you actually have to see it in 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 motion and in action because when they say telenovela style that's a very particular it's a very particular style uh (laughs) Which may turn some people off. So I, I don't know. I, I, I need to see something. I have and, no clue. Uh, and also, yeah. the, the the network and the platform was going to be also huge. I think in 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 determining whether or not this is going to be good. So we'll see. My only know. experience with Zoro was like I watched the cartoon series because there was a cartoon series, and then the Antonio Banderas Zoro movie, the first one. I didn't like the second one, but I liked. As a kid, I loved the first one. 
and enjoyed it, even though they had like <laughs> they had some characters that shouldn't have been playing certain roles. But you know, I didn't realize that as a child. I just thought, look at this awesome swashbuckling hero. You know, that's what you think as a kid. Um, yeah. Uh, so I like the characters, Zoro. I always thought he looked cool. I thought the outfit looked dope. I loved the the swashbuckling sword fighting style. And then the, I just don't know about the the, the telenova. Te, I can't pronounce it like you fucking can, because uh, I'm a yeah, white the, dude. The telenovela <laughs> style, yeah, I got. Yeah, you, you I can can't. Just say, you can just say novella or whatever. It's fine. novella style. Yes, I can do that. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I I just don't know. I don't know what to think. Yeah, I've never watched anything in that style. So. Yeah, it, it'll it'll be interesting. I I, I for sure want to want to know. I want I want two things. I want to know where it's gonna be at because they still haven't set a platform or a channel or anything. That's what I want to know. And then second, I want to see the trailer so I can you know kind of see what what what's going on because right now it's it's a little I'm a little I don't know man I don't know. But anyway, we'll uh we'll let we'll, Daniel keep us updated on that. <laughs> We'll, I'll we'll, be like, we'll, Daniel's just uh, look good. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, moving on from that, we have more Netflix news. Uh, we have added, we have cast some actresses for the Avatar: The Last Airbender uh, cast series. Um, so the first thing we have here is we have so these are the characters that they've cast we have an azula we have asuki yukari avatar kiyoshi and grand grand so playing the role of azula we have elizabeth yu uh for suki we have maria zhang uh tamlin tomita as uh yukari which by the way i think that that is pretty fucking cool because Tamlin Tamita, as you guys know, Josh and I are big Karate Kid Cobra Kai guys, and Tamlin was Kumiko from Karate Kid Part 2. So, you know, that's cool, I think. And then uh, Yvonne Chapman is Avatar Kiyoshi, which I think uh, that's also going to be... I mean, to be honest, they all, they all these all look like they're like great choices for uh for for these characters and then we of course we have casey camp uh horinick as a grand grand so pretty cool pretty cool cast um some of these ladies i recognize more than others but hey that i think is is uh to the benefit of of this show because you kind of you kind of want sometimes unknowns to be cast for stuff because then you don't have to be like, oh, you know, this person is this person and not actually, you know, because you, you kind of you, you recognize people from from other things, right? Like there are just certain actors and actresses that are like in everything, and you're like, you, I don't, you know, just get somebody that I don't, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just better that way. But anyway, sorry. Well, got a house cool. full of screaming children, by the way. That's why I was like muted for most of that. Just let Daniel kind of talk without saying anything. But yeah, I am. Uh, I am interested. I'm curious about how the show's gonna do. I'm, I'm very like. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we all are. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be interesting. I. 
We shall see. We shall see indeed. <clears throat> uh, next up, more Netflix. So this actually was dropped at the end of Witcher, the very last episode of season two. They had a a teaser for with the Witcher Blood Origin, but I'm just gonna put it in here because I mean it's you know it's a teaser for the for the for the for the spinoff. It's not it doesn't have anything to do. With that the other one, and, I, and I, way, I just saw. Yep, I, I just saw. It That's was, okay. I it found was... it for you. I got another one for okay. you. Okay. Cool. That's uh, why I was like, here it is. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I, click, I clicked on. I was like, oh, I, I know exactly what you're about to say. But anyway, <laughs> so this was shown at the end of the, the end of season two. Um, in the very last episode, once, once after the credits. So it, it has again. It's like it's not like it's not spoilers for season two. It's just like the teaser for the spin-off. So here we go. Yeah. Little landscapes. Yeah. We we have definitely talked about this before as well in the news, like you know. Yeah. When Michelle Yeoh was cast, and you know, when some you know, all that stuff. So it, it's every every show has a beginning. Cause why not, right? I'm just. I'm gonna get my thoughts on this after we watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From the creators of The Witcher and Nightmare of the Wolf comes the untold chapter. Alright. Witcher Blood Origin. So, what do you think? I'm thinking, I don't know why this exists. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be a shit about it. I'm just like, I don't know why this is a... Why do we need this story? You know what I mean? Like, uh... I mean, here's the thing. We don't need it. But, they want to do it because it uh, is going to make them more money. And That's you know, true. <laughs> They like money. I'm just concerned. That's all I'm saying. I'm just concerned because it's like. Because it's a prequel. Is it based on anything or is this an original thing? Is the original Witcher creator working? What info do we have on this? Because I don't. I'm concerned and I didn't look any of this up and I fucking should have when I saw this at the end of season two. Um. Um. It's just based on The Witcher. It's not like... But I don't remember there ever being like a prequel book series or anything like that. Or maybe I'm wrong? I don't know. Yeah, I actually don't know exactly either, but I mean... It's it's set like how many years before the uh, the, the the current Witcher? 1,200 years yeah. before the events of The Witcher is what it says in the yeah, we've, cause we've I know we've mentioned that before, so it's... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Again, I don't think we need this either, but whatever. I mean, it's a I thing like, they're doing. I like that Netflix is betting hard on The Witcher and really want to expand that universe. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to say. They're, they're don't want the product to suffer. All of it. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm afraid they're going to do too much too quick, and that's my only concern with it. Like... 
And they're all doing it like, like in between seasons. Okay, we got The Witcher. Here's this spinoff. Here's this animated movie. Here's this other thing we'll probably be doing. You know what I mean? Like, to to, and I'm terrified that they're gonna water it and they're gonna kill the love of The Witcher, and then that'll eventually kill Henry Cavill The Witcher, which I don't want at all. I want it to go on forever. But um, I don't know. I just have concerns. I don't want this. To, I'm just worried. That's my only concern. It's a 57 second teaser. And my basis for this is like not that I'm I think it looks neat. It looks interesting. The characters look great. Uh, there's lots of wide open vistas and the combat looked fine in that 57 seconds. My more concern is like in the future, like the grand scheme of the Witcher universe, the Witcherverse, um, mm. so to speak. So. I will speak a little bit more on this once we get into the main topic of season two, because I, okay, I have like, I, I know what I like in the Witcher and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll get to that more when we get to the main topic. Cause yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Um, that's all for the TV news. So we can move on over to the movie news. We're good to go. Let's go. And I will definitely have to take a break after the movie news. Uh, okay. But we'll, let's try to get through this, and then we'll we'll do that. Uh, anyway, big first movie news, first piece of movie news is we have a Mega Man movie in the works over at Netflix. So Netflix trying to do all the things. Uh, Mega Man will be coming to Netflix in live action adaptation of the classic Capcom video game. Uh. It's still in very early development. Uh, it's yet to be uh, confirmed by Netflix, but the film's production company, Supermarsh, let it slip about the partnership during a recent website update. Henry, Rell, and their in-house producer, Orly Rose Strauss, maintain an active development slate. Uh, features in the works include an adaptation of Capcom's Mega Man for Cheer and Entertainment and Netflix, which they wrote and are directing. Uh... The live-action Mega Man movie was first announced back in 2018, just days after the release of Mega Man 11. Back then, the upcoming feature film was just given the working title, Mega Man. Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman were confirmed to both write and direct the movie, and it was originally announced for 20, 20th Century Fox, although little has been heard since the project since it was announced. Uh, the movie was confirmed to be in development still as of last year. And uh, Henry uh, says that we are super excited about it. I think we're going to have some big news about it soon. I can't say all that much right now, but it's a project very near and dear to our hearts, and we're psyched. So that is that. It's a thing that's happening. I personally like Mega Man, but I like I never been like the biggest fan. Like, but I have played some of the games, and uh, I'm just I'm just curious how you're gonna make this not look goofy in live action. I got $20 right here in my hands. Yes. That says he's going to look fucking stupid on live action. There's no (laughs) way you can make that look cool. Okay, I'm sorry. I I think there is a way, but I don't know that way. Like, I'm not not a a paid movie, like, concept artist or, or, you know, designer or anything like that. I think there is a way to do it. But I just don't know because that is that is a that is a tough task right there, to turn his goofy looking ass into something that looks cool, is gonna be tough. That so yeah, that's that's my first question. Why why don't they do sure. animated movies? I don't understand why they do live action everything. Like, 
Make a cool animated movie. People watch it. I love animated shit. Instead, they want to make a live action thing. And to me, I just don't see how you can do it. Like, I'll, I'll eat this $20 on fucking stream if they do. But, like, I... <laughs> hey, man. The... <laughs> uh, All right. Boy. Like, I don't... I just don't see it. I don't understand. If you're going to... Some things will work fine in live action. Hence, The Witcher. The Witcher video game, The Witcher series, even though they're not connected, they're the same like property. That looks like, hey, if I played that game, that could be a movie. I could see that in live action. I'm going to get Mega Man and like, what are you going to do? Put a kid in like a green suit and CG the entire fucking thing? Like, it just does not look like it would be good in live action like i'm sorry and it's gonna be expensive and netflix and expensive equals show canceled cowboy bebop um mm. you know i'm not trying to be a shit but i like i just don't understand it this show wouldn't be cheap uh, like isn't <laughs> my mega man knowledge is very limited is it isn't it like sci-fi-y is Mega Man sci-fi? It's well, got to be like part robot, right? Like I don't understand. They're doing a movie, so I, I would, you know, I, I don't know. I guess they don't have to put as much. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's. it's I mean, if I put money in a movie, I want it to be a success. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I, exactly. But I, I just, I don't know, man. I, it's. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> get the Sonic how... guys. <laughs> like the Sonic guys. Yeah. yeah, and I, then you leak, then you leak what Mega Man looks like, and then when everybody bitches about it, you fix it. <laughs> you change them. Yeah. <laughs> Majin has it right. I agree with you in the chat, Majin. I know it's not a series, but I just can't understand. I just don't. And why not make an animated movie? That, that would be so much easier. They they want to see what it looks like in live action, man. They want they want they want to give it their shot. I I did I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think there is a way to do it, but it's very difficult, and they may fail on it. But I mean, they're giving it a go. Well, you know, we're, we're, we'll we'll see. We'll see what that looks like, man. We'll see what it looks like. I don't know. Now just remember, December twentieth, twenty twenty one. Josh vowed to eat this twenty on stream. All right, like we'll hey, we'll find hey, out. You, yeah. All right. Anyway, well, we can uh, we we can move on from that. Uh, if there's nothing else to add on to it, it's it, it, it. All I can say is it's going to be very. I don't want intriguing. it to fail. I want things to succeed. I want intriguing. video games things to succeed because I want yeah. more video game things. You know what I mean? But like, I just don't get that one. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, next thing is Sony unveils the first poster for Uncharted now. We watched the trailer for this like when a month ago or something like that. I forget when. Shit, but I don't even know. It was, it was it was several episodes back, and the trailer didn't really like you know. I think for the most part, it didn't really impress us. Right? It's kind of how we felt about it. I feel like I know that's that how I'm gonna feel about this post. <laughs> yeah, I mean the poster is not really that impressive either. It's just, no, you know, it's, it's not. It's Look kinda, at this thing. It's it's very like generic. It's just, it here looks... are the two movie stars. I just still cannot get over how Mark Wahlberg looks nothing like Sully. It looks at super least, 
fake. I mean, I know it's at fake, least, but like it looks super fake. You know what I mean? Like at least Tom Holland like has Nathan Drake esque clothing on, and you know with the the straps and the shirt and everything. He, I, Tom Holland, I could believe more so that he's Nathan Drake. Fucking Mark Wahlberg looks nothing like Sully, dude. And not only that, in the trailer, he doesn't even act like Sully. He, he he's he's just like playing himself in this movie. Like why? Who thought it was a good idea to fucking cast this guy as a? Uh, I don't know. As, as Sully, dude. Like like what 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 is going on here, man? Wahlberg very rarely succeeds playing roles that aren't Mark Wahlberg. You know what I mean? Like, there are certain roles out there that are like, okay, this is Mark Wahlberg. And then there are roles where it's like, we should cast somebody that's not Mark Wahlberg. This is one of those roles that was like, we should have probably cast somebody that's not Mark Wahlberg. You know what I mean? It's so weird, man. Like, I, I don't really have a whole lot of faith in this movie, but... I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm still gonna. Here's the thing, though. I say that, but I'm still gonna watch it just to make sure because you know, I could say it looks like shit, or you know, I, it doesn't look as good as I was hoping for it to be. But I don't know, man. You know, you never know until you watch the movie. But again, I just I don't have a whole lot of faith in the movie right now. But we'll see. The other thing is that this movie's coming out in February, and that is January. February is not really historically a great month for movies, but we'll see, man. Hey. They should release this on Valentine's Day. Maybe somebody will get lucky. I don't know. Um, <laughs> take a date. Well, I don't know. They see Mark Wahlberg. Maybe that well, gets this lady going. I don't know. It's coming out on uh, on a couple of days after that. It's coming on the on yeah, no, that week. Friday, so, you know. Yeah. Do you remember a few years ago? This is off topic. A few years ago, like a bunch of Ubisoft games came out on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Wait, uh, really? I don't. I yeah. don't know if I remember this. What? what? I, I want to say it was a which, Far which... Cry. Was it a Far Cry game or was it For Honor? Something came out on Valentine's Day. I don't remember. I can't remember. What was it? I'm curious now because I like Ubisoft don't game release February 14th. Let's see what we got here. It was For Honor. For Honor came out on. February 14th, uh, whatever year that came out, I don't remember. I, I don't know, man. That must have been a while, because I feel like For Honor's been out for a hot minute now. Yeah, it's been a while. I just remember it for some reason, because it came out on Valentine's Day. Anyway, we can move on from that. That was super off topic. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, next thing is we have some news on DC's Blue Beetle, which I'm very excited about. I'm I'm uh, super into this. Uh, DC's Blue Beetle moves from HBO Max to theatrical release, and set and it's going to be set or coming out in 2023. Uh, so originally DC DC Films Blue Beetle was going to be moving from or, or was uh, going to be on streaming, but it is uh, going to be now on um, coming to movie theaters. Uh, it was going to be originally planned for or developed for HBO Max, but the Warner Brothers announced Thursday that it will instead get theatrical release on August 18th, 2023. Blue Beetle is DC's first film to center around a Latino superhero, which is why I'm, I, I can't, I mean, I, I can't wait for this, dude. It's finally, finally, we, finally, my people are getting somebody. We're getting somebody. We're getting a damn superhero movie. About damn time, dude. I need somebody. The fucking and it's suit looks cool, too. 
Yeah, it's gonna be played by Cobra Kai's uh, uh, Sholo Maridueña, who and we uh, love him. Know, He's awesome. Who's Miguel in the in the, uh, Cobra Kai? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's gonna be from filmmaker Angel Manuel Soto, which we talked about as well. So Maridueña is gonna be playing the teenager Jaime Reyes, who gains superpowers when he encounters alien armor. Uh, and that's just one of many of the the projects they're developing for streaming along with Batgirl and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. I offer, you know, obvious reasons. I am a Latino and I'm very excited for, uh, for, uh, you know, this movie. Uh, finally, like I said, finally, we're getting, a, we're getting a superhero movie about damn time. Uh, so I'm, I'm very hype and I like Cholo Maridueña. He's, he's great. And uh, you know, he's, he's a good, good, good dude. Good. I like him as Miguel and Cobra Kai. So, Hell yeah! I think I think this this was like perfect casting in my opinion. So I'm I very mm-hmm. very hyped for this, and I'm glad that it'll be in theaters now too. That that's great. It's funny. Um, it's funny thinking back when we talked about. Remember when we talked about Batman Beyond and we did our casting for it, and mm-hmm. we we grabbed some people from Cobra Kai, and like way, now we have movie, him. I would love to do another one of those next year, like cast yeah. movie and do all yeah, that we stuff we need, to do that. we need to do that for next year but anyway go ahead yeah it was just funny that i was thinking like i remember the conversation we had like you grab these kids from cobra kai they have martial arts experts they'd be great as the next generation of superheroes and look it's happening even though like they're not kids i mean they're grown adults but like to me they're yeah. kids because i'm older god damn it uh, <laughs> <laughs> right but yeah Yeah, I I can't wait. It's gonna be cool. And yeah, we definitely need to do another one of those like Batman Beyond or you know, casting our own movie or whatever kind of deal. Because that one was fun, man. We we definitely we definitely had yeah. a, a, a I had a good time with that one. Have your people so call my people, we'll figure something out. No, I'm kidding. You know what? We'll figure something <laughs> out. <laughs> uh Kevin Feige. Uh, Confirms that Marvel and Sony are actively beginning to develop more Spider-Man movies. Uh, the Marvel Studios president says he outright confirmed the news because I don't want fans to go through any separation trauma like what happened with our After Far From Home. Hey, that's which funny. do you remember? Yeah, do you remember that shit? It's like, oh man, fucking Sony is. A lot know, of us were upset about it, <laughs> you know. Like, no. And like, like no. How, like, how could you do that after that? You know what happened in that movie and everything. Uh, but he confirmed it in an interview published Friday with the New York Times that also featured fellow producer uh, Amy Pascal, obviously from Sony. Uh, Amy and I, Amy and I and Disney and Sony are talking about it. Yes, we're actively beginning to develop where the story heads next, which I only say outright because I don't want fans. Yeah, like I said, I don't want fans to go through separation trauma like after far from home. Mentioning the brief period in 2019 where the deal for Disney and Sony to co-produce movies fell through, and he says that will not be occurring this time. Uh, in August 2019, uh, around two months after Far From Home was released, it was reported that negotiations between Sony film studio chief Tom Rothman and Feige on the then-untitled Third Spider-Man movie had broken down. The deal falling through, and at the time seemingly ending studio's Spider-Man partnership, was reportedly due to Disney's request for a higher percentage of the third's, third film's gross, as well as all mar- mar- merchandising revenue, a request that Sony turned down. That standoff between Disney and Sony eventually came to an end in September 2019, thanks in part to Holland himself. 
I remember this because I remember us talking about all this debacle that was going on. And and to be honest, I'm kind of glad that they got over that quickly because that would have been shitty if they, you know, kept dragging that yeah, on Yeah, man, like... God, it was... I remember it being just like, no! You know, like, you I can't. Know. We were all you upset can't do about this. It. Like, what the hell? But, uh... Yeah, there was an interview that uh, there was, a Sony producer had indicated on November 29th, which I think we talked about a couple weeks ago or a week ago or whatever, that there was at least another trilogy in the works with Tom Holland attached. Uh, this is not the last movie they were making with Marvel, and this is not the last Spider-Man movie, Pascal said. We're going to make the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel. We're thinking of this as three films, and now we're going to go to the next three. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, honestly, they need to keep this partnership up for as you know, long as they can keep this working. Uh, because I think they've all been pretty good. I have, I'm again, I'm watching No Way Home tomorrow, but I'm sure after that, I'm gonna be like, yo, you guys need to make like a ton of more of these and, and all <laughs> that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, as, hey man, if, if, it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, dude. Like, and in this case, fix it means fucking it up even worse. Cause if you, you know, end the partnership and that's what's gonna happen, you're gonna fuck you're making, up, but... you're making so much money, you'd be crazy to. To end this partnership, right? Like, and like you're making yeah. the the fucking returns for No Way Home are crazy right now. Like pre-pandemic money, you know they're talking about. So I mean, shit. The preview night alone, I think it was got like third place behind only Force Awakens and Endgame. So yeah, which is fucking nuts. It's crazy for pandemic times. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's exciting because you know I I'm, I'm glad that they're, that both sides this time around seem open to actively you know continue the story forward and i think i was kind of talking to majin about this in the chat or in the on discord actually uh that hopefully for the next trilogy they kind of stop the the home in the titles like we yeah. get it. you wanted to have homecoming and far from home and no way home let's like do for the next tom holland trilogy let's let's stop doing the home stuff. i think like, i yeah. think they will i honestly i truly do think that it will end with that with this next um. trilogy They'll they'll have some yeah. other name that they'll do for three. <laughs> I mean, sure, whatever. But the home <laughs> stuff, we get it. That was these were his high school years, whatever. You know. Anyway, um, that, that's but anyway, good yeah. news at least. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's uh you know it's good good news till, to hear. Till Sona has to pull a fast one. All right, we got these two movies. Now, if you want this third movie, give us all the money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the last thing is a thing I threw in here. It's a trailer for The Northman. And it, it, I watched the first 20 seconds of this and I was like, is this a thing? Because listen, we're not going to watch a trailer for every movie in the world that comes out. But I was like, yeah. is this a thing that would like be interesting to us? Um, I watched the first 20 seconds and it's got one of those pre-rolls, the trailer before a trailer. Oh, I, 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 I hate that shit. That shit so much. I know it bothers me more than it should, but I fucking hate it. Like, why are you, why are you showing me a trailer for the trailer that I'm about to watch? Anyway, the the first twenty seconds, I was like, "Yep, this is up our alley." So let us check this out. Let us uh, check it out. Uh, three, two, one, go. Hey. And we're gonna play this with sound for you guys because I just don't give a fuck anymore. Um, I need to go back and pause that cast because I saw it at the beginning there. But I, anyway, it's crazy. This is. By the guy that made the lighthouse, by the way. Um, oh, okay. 
I enjoyed the lighthouse for the weird shit that it was. Oh, and it's got Willem Dafoe in it. Yep. Damn ye. Damn ye. Damn ye. One day this kingdom will be yours. Look at me posting cringe. Is that Ethan Hawke? I believe he is in this movie. Nicole wow. Kidman is also in this movie. Oh, it's active again. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. Oh, damn, lady. Oh, shit. Betrayal. Took oh, my man, father's sword. Yeah, my father's sword. <laughs> oh, shit. This is, this is a Conan prequel? I'm kidding. Okay, this definitely looks up our alley. Nah, no, nah. No, this looks great. Yes. 100%. Oh, that's, that's Anya. Cool. Yeah. You must choose between kindness for your kin or hate for your enemies. Your strength breaks men's bones. Damn. I have the cunning to break their minds. And night by night, we will carry out my pledge of vengeance. I will avenge you, father. I will avenge you, father. Oh, what that's the shit? Throw. That was fucking dope! That was cool! What the fuck? Damn, he is Conan! What the fuck? Jack! Damn, this movie looks bonkers, dude. Okay, Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Anya Taylor Joy, Ethan Hawk, Bjork, and Willem Dafoe. Dang! That was cool, man! That looks really cool, actually. Yeah. April. About that, that looked really cool. I'm glad I, I'm glad I included that in here. That looks awesome. Yes, sir. Uh, All right. Well, that's our movie news for the for the week. That was cool, yes, man. Yes, yes. Uh, we're gonna take a break, guys. We'll come right back. Yes. I'll put some music on. I'll run some ads. We'll, uh, we're gonna get up, stretch your legs, go to the bathroom, get drinks. I think I have some food waiting, which is awesome. Um, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. For Witcher Season 2 discussion. Mm. Hello, everybody, and we are back. I know, it was a quick we're, break for once. We're here. <laughs> I'm usually slow as shit, but I actually was fast this time. <laughs> Ready to talk about The Witcher Season the 2. The Witcher. Let me put up a text warning, because we're going to spoil this shit, probably. Uh-huh. We are definitely going to spoil it. So, this is your chance to get out of here. Because uh, I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Because uh, I've watched all of it. Daniel's watched all of it. Mm -hmm. We're going to give some thoughts on it. Here's your warning. Five, four, three, two, one. Consider spoilers are happening. Leave now. Okay. Alright, Daniel. Did you like season two of The Witcher? So... For me, season two was a lot like season one in that I enjoyed it. But for me, here, here's what I meant by earlier when I was like, I was going to get into like what, mm -hmm. like for me with The Witcher. I find the shows like 
like this show enjoyable but for some reason i don't like i like it but i don't love it like like i guess like everybody else like everybody loves the show and like it's not that i don't you know i think henry cavill's great obviously it's Geralt and all that but like i don't know i I feel like for me i just it might be that i'm just i just love the games so much that that like whenever i think like when 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 the witcher comes to mind that's where my that's where my mind goes the the games like when i think of like when somebody says yennefer or tris or siri or Geralt or anything like always I still go. I think of Witcher Three. Same. Like the Witcher Three is where my mind goes. So like, and I know that it's it's a different. You know, it's an adaptation. Like of uh, first of all, the show is an adaptation of the books and not the games. So let's get that out of the way. They even deviate from the books (laughs) a little bit. So yeah, but I know it's not the same as the games. But for me, yeah. I just I don't know, man. I just I I I the, for me, The Witcher is the games. Like that's that's like where not where my mind goes when The Witcher, because that's my experience with them, right? With with uh, with The Witcher is the games. I've played all three of the games. You know, one, two, three, and the third one is obviously my favorite one. It's one of the best games I've ever, in my opinion, one of the best games ever. One of the best games I've ever played. Top, you know whatever game of of the past decade it's it's incredible i love the witch three that's where my mind goes and i just i don't know dude like i I don't want to like compare the two but like for me it's just the the witcher three is just always going to be like up here and then everything else is just going to be like you know lower than that so i can't live up to that expectation and i agree with you i agree with you 100 percent um, which, which again, I don't want to like shit on the show or anything because I actually had like from the I was like enjoy having a good time with the first episode, you know, when we when we get to see uh, what's his name, uh, the boar dude, yeah, Nivellin, Nivellin, that's it. When we see him, I was like, yo, this is gonna be interesting. This is an interesting start to the season, right? You know, we meet these two dudes who are old friends and whatnot, and then you know, trying to figure out what to deal with this guy, and and you know, there's a there's a monster he needs to kill and whatnot, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just so for me, it's just like I enjoy the show, but I find myself not loving it like everybody else does. So again, I don't not like it, and but I don't love it. Like I just I like it enough, but like for me, The Witcher is just I guess it's just always going to be the games. Like I, The Witcher Three is just where it's at for me and. When I when you talk to me about these characters, that's what I'm gonna think of first in, in my mind. And for most people nowadays, they're gonna think of Henry Cavill as Geralt, or you know, uh, Anya. Uh, oh fuck, I don't I don't remember her last name, but I think it starts with a C. The the lady who plays uh, uh, Yennefer. Yeah. Like people are gonna think of the re- the live action versions of of you know the actors and actresses of these characters for for the characters. And I'm just still going to be thinking about, you know, the the Witcher three versions of these characters. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, it's just different, you know. But and again, I don't want to compare the two, but I just, I do. I I was watching season two, and I'm like, the way that I feel about this show is for season two is the same way I felt about season one. It's like I like it, I don't love it. I prefer the Witcher three versions, or I prefer the Witcher three, but I need to like. I need to just, you know, not compare the two and 
And and and, and <laughs> you're having will of time like, syndrome. You're having the exact issue I have with little time. Okay, well, well, there you go. That's that's how, the way that I feel about The Witcher is the way you feel about Wheel of Time. Then, because I want to like like the show for its own thing, but I don't know, dude. Even though I I try not to like I, I try not to actively like compare the two, and I try to tell myself like, yo, this is a this is an adaptation of this thing. It's not a you know, it's not the same thing you can, you can still have the, the games and stuff separately but i just i i'm watching the show wishing it was i just had more of the game to play or you know a witcher 4 mm-hmm. you know so it's just like it, it's i don't know it, it's it's been kind of it's been kind of weird for me in that regard but that being said well thank I god you feel this way like though because i was afraid i'm gonna feel alone because i feel the same way that you feel um wait a minute Okay, well, yeah, go show your thoughts. I feel like I've been talking uh, a lot. Like, so, I've been saying the same shit, so go ahead. I love Henry Cavill as Geralt uh, because yeah. when he's on the screen, he's somebody that knows the lore, he knows the books, he knows the fucking games. So when he's on there playing that character, it feels almost the same to me. So he's great. I liked season one more than season two. Season two... And I think the reason why is like, and I think they've said this about the, the this series is like it's just building the things, and season two for me feels like it's building. It's a building season. Everything is building, building, building up. Like all these things are happening, and it's just building to something that doesn't come in this season. It's coming next season. Um, I was not a fan of fan of Jennifer in this season. I liked her in the first season. I don't like her in this season. That's weird. Like I didn't like any of the I didn't like her storyline, I guess. Like it's just like she's a lot of running around, a lot of uh Which uh, uh which by the way really really quickly yeah. I couldn't remember her name, but her name is Anya Chalotra. Yeah. So that her that's that's what I was that's what I was trying to anyway, continue. So it just it, her arc just didn't feel I don't know. I just didn't like it. Um like it just it she's flip floppy around a bunch of characters and then she gets to like the end and she's like girl and I'm actually glad that Geralt is like I don't forgive you like when that happens at the end I'm like thank you mm. fucking thank you for saying that like because it's like she's characters grow and change right and for me Jennifer has been like the same it feels like in season she wants this power 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 she's power obsessed. It's it's fine in one season. I get it in two seasons, and she's trying to fucking... Do, I don't know. Something about it just didn't gel with me. Um, and I've seen everybody love the series, and don't get me wrong, I like it, but I'm, I, I've am i got some knocks. I got worried when they did what they did to Ed School in episode two. I was like, uh-oh, because that doesn't happen in the books, I'm pretty sure. Like, uh, And Ed School is like, I'll be honest with you, one of my favorite characters from The Witcher 3. And I was like looking forward to his character in season two when they're like, you're going to get Esco and Lambert. Like, fucking kill off Esco in one episode. That's so dumb. I hate it. And I know that it's not like, it's not going to follow the games. That's fucking fine. But don't like bait the game fans with that shit that's like, here's Lambert and Esco. Hey, he's now a giant wood creature. Hey, he's and he's dead. Oh my God, I hated it. I hated that part so much. Um, I, I have a lot of the same feelings you do on on season two. I like it, but like I like season one so much more. 
um, than than two, and everybody's like, it's better than season one. I'm like, no. I would get. I'm glad. I'm glad I don't engage with people on Twitter because I would have so many fucking fights if I did. Because I'm like, I do not agree with that at all. Not not one bit do I agree that season two is better than season one. Um, the things I do like is I really like Geralt and Ciri's relationship in this in season mm-hmm. two and seeing that kind of grow. Yeah. Yeah, um, I do like that as well. I love that he puts her, he puts Siri over Yennefer. Like, she's more important than Yen is when he finally learns that she's alive again. Um, yeah. Which, they drag on her being dead for for him for too long when they could have easily solved it by Triss saying something early on, but whatever. Um, I don't know why <laughs> he even keep that information from him, because he's not concerned with Yen, he's concerned with Siri and her well-being at that time, so whatever. Um... I like being. I like seeing Kaer Morhen, which is a place that we were. We defended in The Witcher Three. It was cool to see that on, yeah, a, a live action or whatever it's CG, whatever fuck the castle. Um, seeing the references to seeing the Witcher necklaces and seeing the video game one uh, and like the book one, you could see it hanging there on the on the tree. Um, I liked that. This. To me, this season is just a building season. It's building to something greater, and it, it's enjoyable. It's fun. You can get. It's got some cool fights and shit in it, and like, oh my god, the baby murder. There's so much baby murder in this fucking season. Oh my goodness, yeah, dude. I was like, what the hell is going? What the fuck? That's crazy, uh, dude. I was like, please uh, do not do this. <laughs> oh, but of course they made me suffer through all. The, a baby being murdered with a knife, and then a bunch of babies getting just killed by the elf. Like, yeah, whatever. And, and closing the doors, and you, all you hear all my baby, all the babies just screaming out in death, and it's like, damn, it's fucked up. And my Witcher lore is not like the best, but I'm pretty sure they they play the elves like a bunch of victims in this in the show. But I think in the books they're actually kind of horrible, <laughs> if I remember right. Um, but they play them more like victims in the show. I I don't know like uh the Amir reveal at the end we already knew because of Witcher three um I've been kind of waiting yeah. for that to show up but I knew I knew the exactly whole, that was gonna happen at the end I knew that was coming I knew the I, whole uh, wild hunt stuff yeah that was then, cool yeah it was cool to hear the mention of the wild hunt um I thought that was neat I don't Amir. know the white flame. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm hating on it. I liked it. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It's just I I, I I I'm I'm totally with you though. Like I like it, but I just I don't find myself loving it like everybody else does. Like I don't it's either. Fine. Like it's fine, you know. I I just I'm I'm just not like a, you know. And again, I like Henry Cavill. I like I like Siri. That you know the actress who plays Siri. I like you know. I, I just for some reason though it just there's something off about it that I'm just not like it, it just it doesn't I feel like it I'm not getting the hype that other people are like again I'm not it's either good it's good but it just doesn't do it for me all the way you know what I mean I just mm-hmm. I don't know man I don't know yeah I just have issues I have issues I have issues with uh I don't exactly love how Vesemir is portrayed exactly. Especially at the end where he like literally stabs Siri. That's oh. because that's because I'm used to it in yeah. The Witcher Three where he's like 
grandfather to her, you know, like, uh, and it just seems like he's obsessed with uh, making more witchers and I'm going to use her blood and I'm going to turn her into a witcher. And it's like, I don't like <laughs> any of that. I don't like how any of that was or portrayed. Like, it didn't make any sense to me. Um, because he literally flashes and you see how, like all the pain becoming a witcher has caused him. You see mountains of dead bodies. Like, you know, I, I don't know. It, I didn't quite love it. Um, I didn't. Yeah. Really. And I was looking forward to him being in the season because I love him. Um, but I'm hoping it's one of those things where it's like they grow over the seasons. And my biggest complaint with season two is like with Jennifer was like, I just didn't feel like she grew until like the very end. And then she grew so fast. It's just like I was with Siri for two for two whole episodes and I changed because of two whole episodes. You know, that sounds so shitty, but it's the fucking truth. <laughs> you know, it's like I changed I changed my mind. I'm so glad Daryl said that's the only thing that redeems it, where he's like, I don't forgive you at that at that moment. Where he, and he's genuinely mad. I'm like, thank God you're not blind. Like, I'm yeah, so glad. That was, that was good. That was good. And he's like, take me to the, the fucking witch in the hut or whatever the fuck, you know? Like, uh, so, you know, which is sad because I liked Jennifer in season one. Uh, I just, she just felt like she was running around in season two. I don't know. And no offense, but I don't care about Fringilla and like I don't care about that whole storyline. <laughs> I don't give a single fuck about that character. Why am I following this character? I don't give a single fuck. I I liked Kahir more than I like Fringilla. Okay, which is like the 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 fucking the White Flames general guy that escapes prison and stuff. What that guy? I think his name's Kahir uh, or something like that. Um. Like, I don't understand why they, like, give her screen time. No offense. I don't give a fuck about that character. You know what I care about? Geralt, Yennefer, and Ciri. You should be making them important. Okay? If you want to show me white flame stuff, then show me Kahir. I don't care about Fringilla. Fring, Fring, yeah. Or, I don't even really care about the elves. I don't care. I'm not attached to those characters. They mean nothing to me. Um... I'm attached to like well, the other I think, characters. I think it's like you said, they're like building they're building a yeah. lot this season, right? So they're like, Oh, we're gonna show you all these people that you you know probably aren't are not as important now, but wait till next season. Yeah. Cause we're gonna have elves killing more babies. But then what's his name at the end was like, yo, Siri could save you guys, right? You know? Cause she's fucking elder blood. Yeah. And even the lady was like, wait, bring him back. What did you say? And, you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's just weird, man. I don't know. I, I, I'm so conflicted about this show. Like, again, I just, I, I, I want to like it more than I am, but I'm just not. And it's just, you know. Who is it? That I is... saw somebody say, um, I think I was looking at something and somebody said the Vesemir looked like he was fixing to kill Carol Baskin or something, and that shit made me laugh so <laughs> hard. Fuck. I was like, oh shit? my, because of how he looks with the mustache, I guess, or whatever. Like, I couldn't oh, help but... Oh, I get it now, yes. I okay. could not help yeah. but laugh at it. That's fucking hilarious, dude. 
That's uh, fucking hilarious. And that redeemed yeah, him a little bit for he me. Has, he has the same fucking mustache as fucking uh, t- the Tiger King, dude. That's why I said oh that. Oh, my God. I had to think about it for a minute. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, oh I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't hate it, even though I'm hating on it a little bit in the season two. But yeah, I mean, listen, I like the actor that he got for for Vesemir, but I think he they didn't really do him that. Well. Yeah, I thought the dude really... that played Esco looked cool. I thought he had like a neat look to him. He had the scar and everything, and and what kills me is they kill him off, and then in the next episode they show Esco and young Geralt having a moment where they bond together over training or they're talking. Yeah. And I'm like, why did you kill him? I could have had more of that. I loved that scene where they're just sitting there and he's having this moment where he's thinking back on this training he had with Esco and they were homies. And then, like, in the episode where Esco dies, Esco's kind of a fucking dick and takes a swing at Geralt. And I'm like, oh, I hate it. I hate what I missed out on what could have been. Um, yeah. I do know this the show got shut down a couple times for COVID stuff as well, so I don't know if that affected any of that. I also know they had to recast Eskel at one point. Uh, for some reason. I don't remember exactly. And I thought, well, maybe that's why they killed him off. But I thought the dude that played him was cool, and I was looking forward, and I was like... But Josh, they had to have the Leshy kill him, dude, for no reason. <laughs> I don't understand. Turn him into a turn him into a Groot. They turned him into Groot, and I didn't like that either. Um. So yeah, that that's already a pretty uh, significant uh, departure. You know, the Eskel's mm-hmm. gone already so quickly. So uh, yeah. oh, he has such a good moment in The Witcher Two when he's fucking fighting. Oh, I was like Eskel, Eskel, don't die, Eskel. You know, you know the moment where he's fucking fighting the dude in The Witcher Three, and I know yeah. they're not connected, but come on, you fucking. If you're gonna bait like bait the character with like we're getting Eskel and Lambert for all you obviously Witcher Three fans, uh, they don't do that for books. Nobody's fucking excited about those people. Like, let's be real. But I'm excited for the video game versions because I've seen them. Uh, don't bait and switch me. That's what you did, and that makes me mad. And I'm gonna call you on it because I don't like it. <laughs> um. But yeah, I liked the um, some of the things I do like. I cried when Roach died, <laughs> like a bitch. Oh yeah, like, dude, I didn't, I did not expect. I was like, yo, they killed Roach, Roach. Mm-hmm. We were on episode six or something. I was like, how is Roach dead already? I was like, how? What? I how cried. I cried. I cried as somebody that lost a pet a few years ago, and I flashed back to that moment, and and. They killed Roach, and, and, and Geralt says those comforting words to, to Roach uh, before he puts her puts Roach down, and I'm like... <laughs> I was seriously... I'm squalling. I'm like, I feel I, like I, such a baby. This horse is not I actually dead. I cannot believe they killed Roach, dude. I was like, what the hell, dude? I'm like, I was like, am, am I... Is this real? Am I, am I actually watching this? The real question is, why did I care more for about a fucking horse than I do for a lot of the characters in the show? That's true, dude. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> but but we but again we have that connection from Roach and the games and all that stuff. So and it's know. an animal. It's an innocent like animal, you know. Like whereas people make decisions in shows, so it makes it easier to not connect with them, right? Whereas an animal is just an animal, um, and we tend to love them unconditionally without you know. Um, but yeah, I was bummed they killed Roach, and and I was 
when I say bummed, I mean I was sad. I was sad. Um Yaskier went full full rock star in this season. Uh had the whole we had the long trench coat. He looked like he walked out of the Matrix. I think he walked under the wrong set. Um uh, uh we get another song that I, I actually enjoyed that song. I like I really like Toss a Coin to Your Witcher. Oh, yeah. like, uh, I was gonna say I was gonna ask that. Yeah, how'd you feel about the new song? The, I uh, liked the new, it. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh fuck. Uh, Jaskiel, is that what they call him in this? Yeskier? Yeah, Yeskier. Yes, Yeskier. Dandelion yeah, I, is who we're used to. I'm used to yeah, calling him Dandelion. I, yeah, that, that's why I, I I still, we're two seasons into the show, and I I still, every time I see I remember him, watching season one and being like, who the fuck is Yaskier, and where's Dandelion? It's the same fucking character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same guy. So yeah, Yaskier, how do you feel about Yaskier's new song? Because yeah. I liked it. Fucking um, Toss a Coin went viral, like, immediately, and... I feel like the song he has in this, uh, the new one, is good, but uh, yeah, it, has, it hasn't gone crazy. Toss a like, coin to your Witcher coin. was, toss a coin to your Witcher was special because of how it, it started playing before that episode even ended, right? Like, and it was showing all these scenes, and it showed Jennifer and those fucking eels that were her friends and got turned into those eel things, and it just kind of fit in there. Here, it just kind of starts playing when we cut the black at the end. It kind of did the Game of Thrones thing. When it, you know, when they would do a song and it just cut to black and play this music. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I like the new song as well. Um, yeah, but Toss a Coin was special. Um, toss a coin to your witcher. I liked Geralt and Istrid. Istrid. The two lovers of Yennefer getting to meet um, was interesting. Oh. Yeah, that that was that was uh, interesting as well. Yeah, I was like, I wonder if these characters are ever gonna run into each other. And then Geralt. I also love that Geralt hates portals, and I like that when he went through that portal, oh. he was fucked up and had to sit down a minute. Um, the the. I feel like they need to. I know they explained it in the show, but I feel like they really need to explain the conjunction of the spheres thing because they mm, they kind of briefly mentioned it in like what episode is that where they kind of briefly yeah and i remember thinking what the f was the conjunction of the spheres again and why are they mentioning it without having explained it to me because my memory is not the fucking best anyway but like i need things explained again yeah. but i was like they're talking there about this thing like we this... should already know, and I don't. And monsters know this. on this plane, and they converged over here, and you know, and multiple spheres, and we crashed, and it's. Yeah. It was cool to see Dara back. I wasn't actually expecting to see that character, by the way. Um, the spy, the elf spy. Because we got um. We got watch his face. We got fucking Dijkstra. We got fucking Dijkstra, mm, yeah, in, Dijkstra in this season. I thought Dijkstra was pretty good. Uh, I didn't really have any complaints about that character. Um, uh, but yeah, like those are my those are my thoughts on season two. I don't I don't yeah, like it as just, much as season it, one, and everybody seems to like it more. And I'm like, I don't like this at all. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I haven't really heard like. I, 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 it's only been out this for for the weekend, right? So yeah. 
like I haven't really talked to many people about what they like what they feel about it because I know some people are still watching it like you know Val and, Val and Loki love season one and they're they're like going to be doing reactions to season two and stuff so they're kind of watching it in parts. Uh, but I don't know anybody else who's actually like seen it already all the way through like we have. But um, yeah, that's why I'm watching reactions because I'm, I'm kind of curious, curious to what to people their think. Thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious to hear more thoughts because yeah, like for me, I. I kind of, yeah, I mean, you've, you've heard me say the same shit over and over again already, so I'm not going to repeat it again. But yeah, it just doesn't hit, it doesn't hit me like it does other people, so. Um, I want to see Rick's thoughts yeah. on it. I want to see Rick, Rick from Blind Wave's thoughts on it, because he loved The Witcher 3. And I'm kind of curious if he's going to have the same issues that you and I have for having played the games. I wonder if he's going to feel a disconnect. Um, at the same, which is why it's going to be interesting to, to watch. I watch a lot of people's reactions on YouTube's guys, because I like I like people that watch the same stuff that I do. Apparently, um, uh, but yeah, I'm kind of curious to what other people will think. I'm kind of curious to like if it if it's just because I played the game, is it just the show? Yeah, I is wonder. It... I I do wonder how, if I would feel differently about it if I had not played the games, because again, for me, Witcher like the Witcher games, particularly Witcher the Witcher Three is like that top tier dude like it's tough to beat that um so i wonder if i would feel differently if i'd seen the show without having played the games because i'm sure people who have who have never played the games or read the books or anything like that are are loving this you know which is fine but i just have a different experience than those people so it's just it hits different for me you know and i just unfortunately i don't love it as much uh yeah. i like it but i don't i'm not like obsessed with it like other people are um yeah i uh hope hoping for maybe a season three that'll get me more to that level of of of, of excitement but i don't know man i don't even know like yeah. like we waited two years from season one to season two so is it going to be what another two years for, for this one or I like I, I i don't know what the deal with that is and then as we were talking about earlier they're doing spinoffs and you know they're trying to expand the the the, the universe with, with more shows and whatnot so i don't know what what the plan is with that um but uh yeah i i don't more. know did, did did you have like a fair did, did was there an episode that you like more than others or no or is it just kind of all kind of just like you know? um no not really i'll be honest not yeah not really i kind of feel the same although I, I kind of feel the same, but I will say that the first episode, like with Nevelyn and all that stuff, was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. I thought it was like an interesting start to the season. Like, it got me hooked, like the first episode. Like, I was like, all right. And we got a really this creepy is... monster, too. That thing was yeah. fucking weird. But anyway, so I would say probably the first one got me, like, probably the most, uh, you know, it was the first time we'd seen any, any witch stuff in like two years. So I, I was like, on board with it and then after that it kind of slowly was just like eh you're all right G Geralt's armor looked cool the black armor that he wears in the latter half of the season that he's rocking that shit looks pretty fucking dope um yeah I I, yeah, I, I mean I, yeah I, I just I don't really have a whole lot to say other than just like you know it just what I have been saying already I, I, unfortunately again it's just the thing though. I, I just people love it more than I do and that's fine uh, the monster, the monsters look cool. 
They yeah. look like they, I think they, they look. They look a, I think they look better this season than they did in the first. Um, which you know makes sense, and they should. They should look better. You know, every every time. Really. And the moment, the moment I should have been hyped about was in the last episode, when like all the witchers are fighting monsters, and I just, I I kept picturing in my head this moment. There's gonna be this moment where there's a giant monster, and all the witchers are gonna be in, and they're gonna pull their swords, and. Yeah. It doesn't exactly happen because they start getting murdered in their fucking sleep. I was so bummed. I was like... Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, that was... <laughs> the witches really weren't shit this season, man. Askel and... They're and witchers! The got murdered, they got wrecked, dude. Their senses are supposed to be enhanced. Like, I get that they're at home, right? They're at home, they're at the place they feel the safest. Obviously, that's the best time to take someone on. But they're witchers. They're trained to handle monsters. And I don't know, them getting kind of slaughtered in their sleep. And then and then there's just a few of them left when they get to that hall. And it's just Vesemir and they're fighting these <laughs> velociraptors on steroids. Um, <laughs> I was, yeah, it, it, it looked, uh, it, it, it definitely looked like dinosaurs and shit. I'm like, yo, what, what are we, is this? Is this, this I remember thinking. <laughs> Let's turn into the arc or, or you know, arc or something. I, I remember like, thinking on? Jake's gonna love this episode because those are dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I I liked it, but I just don't think it's better than season one. And 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 maybe I'm not supposed to because I feel like it's a it's a season. I feel like it's a building. It's a building season. So when I realized this is a building season, I understand. I feel like a. Everybody thinks we're shitting on it. I'm, we're not shitting on it. I'm really not. It's just like there's things I just don't like about it. And it's easier to talk about the things you don't like about because those things stick in your mind more than the good things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good things. The relationship between Geralt and Siri and is a good thing. Uh, I would have loved to have to be able to say the same about Yennefer and Siri, but I don't feel like Yennefer is with Siri for very long enough to establish that. It was only that. with her, what, like two episodes? Like two episodes, and all of a sudden she has a change of heart. I had real issues with her story arc this season. I hope that's something they rectify with with the next season, and I think they're going to because like what I wanted to happen started happening toward the end, which was Jennifer had grown and she had her powers back, and you know that. Um, yeah. The moment I'll tell you a moment I love when Geralt went to free Yaskier and he's like "fuck it" and they hug. I was like, oh, yeah. "Yes, they hugged." <laughs> They're 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 homies again. They're friends. They, they're not afraid to speaking hug. Of, speaking of Yaskier, they give him they gave him a moment for all the all the ladies too, man. When he's like, oh, I gotta take a bath, and he takes his shirt off and everything. Like, all right, there you go, there you go, ladies. There's there's the not only can he sing, but you know he looks like that too. So there you go. I know. I was like, Yaskier's kind of jacked a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I was like, the fuck. Um, I'm like, what's he? And the, what's funny about it is they portray him so weak, and then they take his clothes off, and he's got like a six pack. It's like, yeah. throw a punch, eat a carb if you're not gonna be any good at a fight, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I liked it. It, it. it was fine. It's just easier to talk about things than like. Um, I thought it was... I don't know. I I wish I cared more about, like, the Fragilla and, and Kahir stuff, but they're the... They're, when they're the bad guys for this first season, and you don't like them, 
And then you start following them in season two, and they haven't really changed. Like, Kair's still a douchebag. And Fringilla is just... She's still a a butt, a butthole. And, like, you know, I just don't... And then I have to follow those characters through a season, and, and like, every time they're on screen, I'm like, geez, I wish this was over. She got a terrifying moment where she poisons everybody and paralyzes them and then stabs people in the eyeball. That fucking was horrible. Oh, yeah, horrible. dude, that was fucking nuts. She stabbed the dude in the eyeball. He's, like, slitting throats and, like, just stabbing awful. dudes in their heads and shit. I was like, aha! Yeah. Oh, and the, the worst part is the one that got these, me. People, these people are knowing what the fuck is happening to them, dude. That sucks, mm-hmm. man. You can't do anything. You're just sitting there watching, waiting for your turn to die, man. It's like, that sucks, dude. That was bad. I do like that they pull, tried to pull a fast one on a mirror at the end. They were like, we had the elf baby killed. They're like, like, no, you didn't. I did it. And now you're under arrest. You know? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to see what they're building to. This is definitely a building season. I, I, I thought that as I watched it. I'm like, they're building to a thing that's not going to happen in this season. Uh. I like I like the uh, I like Siri training I like all that stuff, um, I like Lambert like being a douche at first and then like she uh, she wins him over by just not giving up and being like determined badass. But yeah, that's kind of all I got to say on The Witcher, guys. Like I don't have, have a lot to say. Well, we have some like you said. There's a lot of building and there's a lot of uh, a lot of people are gonna be coming after Siri now because. Mm-hmm. We saw that uh, we saw Philippa uh, talking yeah, to Deeksha about it. Uh, you know, she was shape shifting as an owl and shit. But yeah, so we saw Philippa talking to Deeksha about it, and then uh, you know, Siri, Geralt, and Yennefer see the wild hunt, and uh, then you have the reveal of Amir, um, which. It's interesting that they have already revealed that he's, you know, series dad. Yeah, I figured they were going to do that this season. I, I knew exactly how it was going to end. It ended exactly how I thought. So he's <laughs> going to be like a reveal. pretty... So he's probably... He's going to be like the big threat moving forward, you know? Um, And yeah, I mean, it's just... Yeah, you're, you're right about that. There's just so much building this season. Like, it's like, damn. But yeah, we, yeah. there's a lot that they would... That was, that is still to come, obviously. But I don't know. Like I, again, I like it, but I, I just, I, it, it didn't like leave me like hype, wanting like like hype for the next season. You know, like I was just like, all right. It's, it's like that's a thing. That's yeah. that happens. You remember at the end of Cuba, the last Cobra Kai season, when that ended, we were so hyped for the next season. We're like, we cannot yeah, fucking so wait. You have to wait, dude. It's almost here. We don't have to wait too much longer. I- I'm I'm so excited. It's like a yeah. week and a half away or some shit, dude. And this season of The Witcher doesn't make me feel that way for the next season of The Witcher, which is a little bit of a bummer, you know. Um, I'll yeah, obviously well, check out the next season when it comes because this is built towards that. But yeah. I like The Witcher. I like the universe, and I really do love Henry Cavill as Geralt. I like Henry Cavill in anything, um, because he is he is one of us. He is a nerd, um, and he cares. Like that was somebody somebody made this point when I, or something I was looking at is like, 
if you compare Henry Cavill to anybody else in that cast, it's a next level. And it's because he's a fucking fan, right? It's like he knows the lore of The Witcher. He's read the books. He's played the video games. Like, he cares about the source material. So, like, he blows kind of everybody else away. Whereas for everybody else, it's just a job, I guess. Um, whereas he's a fan of it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't I don't have any more to add. I, I, I'm talked out. Yeah, I mean, we so we we both like it, but it's just not like we're not like super hype or love it or excited by like other people. I just that's just the way it is sometimes, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the way it is. I'm actually I actually wasn't even sure if this is how you how you were gonna feel about it. Also, I I, I don't know why, but I was thinking maybe you were gonna like it more than I would. Uh, I thought the same. I thought the opposite of that. I was like, Daniel's oh. gonna love this, and I'm gonna like knock his socks off with this shit. I don't like about it. Instead, nope. we're both the same. Uh, <laughs> dude, literally, as I was watching the season, I'm like, man, I just I feel the same way about this as I feel season one. I'm just like, I like it, but I just don't love it, dude. I just I don't know, man. And yeah, Loki was talking a little bit in the chat. Freaking Loki in the chat was saying, oh yeah, yeah we we do have a little bit of a bias towards the game. Yeah, we do. Yeah, true but you know it's just and i try not to like i i, I try to like i i acknowledge I, I i know i know that this is separate and it's again i said it earlier it's based off the books and not the games so i i know that it's completely different but still dude like i just i can't help but like pref- like my preference is clearly with the witcher 3 but i just i don't know man there's just something about it that i don't even know what it is exactly either like i just the show just doesn't hit for me like the games do, man. Like I just there's something about it that is that's missing from the show. And I, I don't know what it is exactly. I can't tell you why. But it's just I don't know, man. It's just the hype levels are not anywhere near there. I mean, part of it might be that I spent like 150 hours on The Witcher 3 alone. <laughs> that's just one game. That doesn't even include the what however many hours I spent on the first two games, but still, it's just like I don't. I don't know. I feel like you can't ask somebody not to compare them, like, because I feel this show would not exist without that fucking video game having been a success. Like, I truly do feel that way. So, like, and in my mind when I watch it, I'm like, okay, this isn't. I know this isn't gonna follow that, but still, when they killed Esco, I couldn't help but be like, they why. He is, uh, you know, I just couldn't help but feel like, why? You know? Mm. So Yeah, I just, I don't know. I I, I try and separate the two. I, I, I Although, clearly, I need to do better at that, at separating the two. But I just, I don't know. I try not to, like I said. But it's just, that's just where my mind goes. Like, like without even thinking about it. It's just like, man, I wish this was, like, like I, I, I couldn't help but think, like, man, I, I, wanna, I want The Witcher 4, like, instead of this, you know? Yeah. But uh, and that might sound a little harsh, but I don't know, dude. I just, I basically I need something in this show to get me more excited about it. Cause like right now, again, I don't even know what it is exactly. I I can't pinpoint what the show is lacking for me, but it's just, it's just not at the level where, you know, I would hope for it to be or or, or people would think it, it, it would be 
But anyway, I mean, I just I'm kind of just talking in circles right now. You guys are just hearing me say the same shit over and over again. So I think uh, we need to wrap it up. Yeah, uh, I think we need to wrap it up. I think we need to wrap it up because we're just going to be like we're going in circles. You know, like, yeah, we said I'm, the same I'm, thing, which is like, I like the show, but like, don't love it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, just, we're just we're just repeating the same shit over and over. So I yeah. think we should wrap it up. Yeah, but anyway, that's our uh, thoughts on the winter ahead. season two. Yeah. If you if you guys actually here's what I want to know. If you guys love this. If you guys loved it, uh, tell me tell me why, uh, or, or not not that I'm like questioning why you did it, but just you know, uh, tell us your favorite things what about it? it. Tell us why. what is it that grabs if you? you. If you yeah. have played the games like us and you still love the show, uh, you know, just just talk to us about uh, about that stuff because I'm genuinely curious. I want to hear, I want to hear about that stuff. So you know, definitely, uh, definitely hit us up with those thoughts and and all that good things you can hit us over on the twitter or the or the discord or uh you know you can here in the if you're watching this on youtube you can jot it down in the youtube comments i'll definitely uh check those out so yeah but that'll do it for this week's episode episode 100 man there we are we are officially in the triple digits man this is yeah this is it all right we're gonna that do our the, goodbyes i'm gonna throw over to you crazy. daniel you're on the main yeah. screen Alrighty, friends. Thank you all for watching and listening and all that good stuff. Episode 100. I cannot believe we are here. This is the second to last episode of the year. Next week is the final episode of the year. Episode 101. We are going to be talking about uh, Hawk, Marvel's Hawkeye and Spider-Man No Way Home. So it's going to be a super Marvel special to end the year. Um, Yeah. That's going to be fun. I can't wait. I'm watching Spider-Man tomorrow morning, and uh, I will be watching Hawkeye Wednesday morning when it drops, you know, midnight. So uh, that'll be fun. Uh, and then we got The Matrix coming up and a bunch of other things. Come, But uh, coming up for me on stream, I'm going to be playing this game called... Um, What is it? Noble Fates. Noble Fates. I'll be playing that tomorrow at some point. So come check the stream out. Uh, let me know what you guys think of that. You can, I think, I believe it's on sale right now. It's an early access game. It's on sale, 20% off. You can get it for 20 bucks. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool, uh, cool looking uh, uh, colony base building survival game. So. We're going to be giving that a shot. And, uh, yeah, thanks thanks for all that. And I want to play other things, too, throughout the week, now that we're done with Halo. But, anyway, I'll discuss that on my own stream. Go check me out on, you know, the, the, the links here down down below on the sides. I forget which side it is, but you, you know where it is. You can see it. You have eyes. Uh, yeah. I'll see you all later. Have a good one. Shout out again. Episode 100. We made it, baby. All right, guys, episode 100. Thank you all for your support. To everybody that has come along and helped us, rated us, have come on the show, have subscribed to the channel, have subscribed to the YouTube, to Daniel's YouTube, where the show is posted every, like, almost a day after the show comes out, usually, I believe, unless there's, like, an issue on my end. Um, shout out to the... Yeah, it's, yeah. Us, 
Yep, and the Spotify and all that stuff. We're out there on all those things. So thank you, everybody, that has made it possible for us to get this far. And thank you to everybody that will come along with us as we keep going. Keep up, because uh, we love having you guys here with us. Uh, next week, you already know what we're talking about. Spooderman and Hawkeye. For It'll be a good time. Um, so make sure to be here for that. Um, I don't have plans to stream, but next week I will talk about a game I'm going to play because I downloaded the demo for it today because I heard it was good. Uh, it's called Expeditions Rome. I, I saw on Twitter that this looked really interesting and probably right up my ally. 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 Because um, it's a turn-based RPG in Rome. So I'm going to check that out. So if you want to hear my thoughts on that, it'll be in the what I've been up to next uh, next week. So other than that, thank you everybody for that's been here. We're gonna we're gonna call it a show, and we will see you next time. Hang around in the chat because I'm gonna see if there's somebody we can host really quick. So let me look, uh, really quick. So but I'm gonna end I'm gonna end the recording here. So. Boop.